Welcome to In the Lap of the Pods Queen Podcast with Paul, Joe and myself, David. And also, welcome to more of that jazz. Probably wondering what this is about, but um, I doubt you are. Um, This is about jazz. Um, And we've already talked about jazz. We have a podcast about the album Jazz. So I suppose why are we talking about jazz again? Well, I think, I know certainly having conversations with Paul um, about the jazz podcast, we talked about that in another podcast that we were on um, called Trimming the Musical Fat. And we talked about it being a podcast that we'd like to revisit, or certainly an album we'd like to revisit, um, because we certainly both of us felt that our thoughts on it maybe weren't as clear as maybe they could have been, and maybe a bit of... Aye, maybe a bit of exaggeration in some of the points um, on the album. So I, I personally have never been happy with my opinions on the album listening back to it. And even as time wore on and we did more podcasts, it kind of lingered a little bit for me. I was thinking, ah, I don't know. If I, I, maybe, I maybe don't feel exactly the way. Um, I do about that album, the way it comes across on the, the podcast. So I think Paul was kind of similar. Um, you agree with that, Paul? Aye, aye. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah I just... I, I just sounded even more of a dick on that particular one uh, than I, I do normally. So, yeah. I feet just sounded more like <laughs> yeah, a dick. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> no, we can't be. Uh, but, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, so I, I think we thought, I mean, Joe, I mean, the thing is with the, with the jazz album, I mean, I know for Joe, jazz was a big, huge album for him as a kid and growing up, you know, you know, you've, you've talked about that, Joe. And I think, I think it was just a kind of perfect brew of us being almost prickish about the album. And then Joe, like, this is, this album means a lot more to me than it does to you, but we were just being dicks about it. So I think it just, it just, it didn't sound, it, what, I listened back to it and it wasn't an easy listen, I have to say. Mm. Um, there was some good points, there was great points from everybody, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Not so much myself, but <laughs> no, no, <laughs> but the, 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 you made, no, you made was, valid points. Definitely. It was a great point. I no, absolutely, and then there was good stuff in there. Um, but I, I know my tone. I was just not happy with my own tone on the the episode. And I think from uh, speaking for myself, I think the reason why I sounded like a total dickhead was because I think you know we'd done six albums um, that were all ultimately fucking great albums. And I was just ready just to kind of put the boot into something. And I know Jazz was the weakest album in the 70s, so I went over the top with it. Um, not to be some sort of try to create controversy or anything. I think I just I just went over the top with my feelings. I didn't really kind of properly stop and take a step back and say, is this actually what you, what you think? Have you actually looked at this from all angles? I think I was just ready just to be very critical or something because we'd been quite praiseful to that point. So that's from, from my own point of view, which is not good podcasting, I have to say. Um, and I think we've, we've certainly been a bit more measured in recent times. I mean, we can listen to the Miracle Pod. I can listen to the Miracle Podcast where we're all getting pretty angry and still think, yeah, that's fine. Oh, aye. I'm okay with that. I'm, fine. Yeah, aye, aye. I'm absolutely fine with the Miracle Podcast before anybody because thinks otherwise. Because really, really drew the kick in there it got, you know. <laughs> it was indeed. So that's just my own my own reasons for wanting to kind of revisit this and talk about these songs again. Um, and um, anything to add in there for you, gents? Any, you know, because I know we're kind of doing this again. So from your own point of view, um, your own reason for wanting to do this again. Um, yeah, as I said, you know, I, 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 I don't, I, I certainly didn't come across as though I, 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 
had given the tracks as much thought as I should have, and you know, um, I, I completely dismissed one particular track rather famously um, as well. And even that, up to you know, um, tonight, maybe my thoughts on it are a wee bit different. Um, uh, as I'll certainly give, give it a wee bit more uh, thought you know, yeah. um, and be constructive about it rather than just saying, nah, I don't like it, and that's it, you know. Um, so yeah, so uh, it'll be good going through the tracks again because, yeah, it's, uh, you know, just by default, the fact that the previous six albums are pretty much flawless masterpieces for, for me anyway. Jazz jazz is always going to be the weakest album that they did in the 70s, and it's just by default. But there's still some very good stuff on here, and it's still Queen, and it's Queen's still better than most bands, you know, certainly yeah. around it at the time, you know, so it's still good stuff. But absolutely, yeah, but we'll get into it, yeah, Mr. Joe. Well, I must admit, for listening to this, um, I don't, I don't think I've really changed my opinion much, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this, I, I, I'm gonna say, I, I still love this album, man. To me, yeah, this still yeah. sounds like Queen, and yeah. I, I don't really have, and I never really had that much of an issue. But I, I, you know, I know obviously we're covering the same ground here, but I know, you know, you two guys, it was out, you know, if you used to go out for a pint or whatever when the world was normal, um, <laughs> you know, we would have this conversation, you know, and yeah, I always felt that I was kind of. Am I the one that's fucked up here? Yeah, yeah. Am I? Well, obviously I'm fucked up, but you know, I'm, you know, musically I'm fucked. I mean, we all up. are for fuck's sake. We, we all are for fuck's sake. Um, but uh, to me, it's still Queen, and and you know, after the fact, I think you know, if you compare jazz for me to Hot Space, uh, the Works, uh, a kind of magic, the miracle. I still think it's fucking far better than any of the albums. So to me, you know, it's again, it's a context thing, isn't it? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. if you've, you've what what came before, it's so unbelievably strong. Yeah. But then again, most of what came after, it's so subpar. Yeah, yeah. The jazz yep. to me. It's kind of interesting. I it's kind of interesting mm-hmm. because I feel if we'd started the podcast and maybe we didn't do it in sequence, let's say we started Aye. with jazz. See if that was the first podcast we ever did. I think I certainly would have been a lot more respectful of it, and I think probably Paul would have been as well. Um, and I think it was just. I think it was. I mean, certainly, certainly in my case, it was bravado and probably a few too many cans um, in the, <laughs> the podcast itself, you know. But um, so I mean, I know for Joe, obviously, it'll be. It, it'll be kind of similar, similar uh, opinions and myself and Paul might have had a bit of time to reflect and there'll be some things that are exactly the same for us, you know, right. that, you know, on this um, compared to the first one. But I think what we'll do is we'll, we'll try and actually um, um, get, get a wee bit kind of deeper into some of the tracks. Um, I've got some of the kind of isolated tracks okay. uh, for, for three of the three of the songs on the album that I wouldn't mind um, just kind of playing a little bit, little bits and bobs awesome. of, just so Aye, a, bit, a bit closer to the songs and actually listen to the, because obviously the production of the album that we, oh, let's down. we all agree lets mm-hmm. it down and yep. and it's very up and down. You know, you, some tracks are like, yeah, that's okay. It's mixed yep. okay. It sounds okay. Mm-hmm. And other tracks are just so, so wide of the mark. Oh, absolutely. So I think that's something we're, we're all unanimous on, on that one at least. Um, but it allows us you as to hear the individual tracks and actually think hear the performances a bit better. Yeah, you know, so they're not lost mm-hmm. in the you know in, in a poor mix basically. Um, so we'll, we'll maybe do that and um, we'll see how long the episode uh, lasts for um, <laughs> before someone wants it taken down. But we'll see. Um, let's see if we get away with it as long as we can. But um, we're gonna get, we're gonna dive in shortly. But before we do, um, we want to say thank you. 
to all of you for listening. And by doing that, you are supporting us just by actually listening to us. However, we do have some of our listeners who very generously donate to help us keep the podcast cost neutral and allows us to buy bits of software and other bits and bobs to, to you know, keep uh, evolving the podcast. But most recently, we've had an exceptionally generous donation from our good friend on Twitter, Leighton. Um, and I would almost say he's, he's becoming a, a good friend in general, not just on Twitter, although we've mm-hmm. never actually met the gentleman yet. But <laughs> well, uh, it feels like we have. Um, excellent generous uh, Excellent donation from Leighton, and he's just a top human being, isn't he? Really, so he's uh, a good guy, man. Um, yeah, absolutely. And and then the good thing about Leighton as well is he's not shy in giving us a good kicking if he doesn't agree with us. So, <laughs> well, I wouldn't expect anything less, yeah, absolutely. So, that's that's kind of what we want. Um, you know, because we're just three idiots with our opinions, and everyone else has got their opinions. That's that's at the end of the day, and obviously, um, we are right. That's it, <laughs> exactly. And Leighton's actually sent um, sent um, uh, is some uh, a nice, really nice thing through the post as well. Um, a little kind of gift to us with a lovely note about the podcast as well. So, aye, just can't say you know how how humbled and you know beautiful, absolutely yeah. beautiful. That's a really really beautiful thing to do. So, thank you very much, Leighton. Thank yeah, you. I absolutely mate, really appreciate it, Leighton man. Yes, appreciate man. your kind words and your gifts. Aye. You're the man. Indeed, he is, man. Indeed, he is. Um, so if you'd like to help out yourself um, with a donation, um, you can do so via paypal.me forward slash latpods. We also have some stuff on our website as normal. Um, that The website is latpods.co.uk and you can chat to us on Twitter as well at latpods. Of course, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review or a rating. The Deep Dive Podcast Network um, is growing. It keeps growing. And there's more and more podcasts getting added to it, which is absolutely brilliant. And we've got a new Judas Priest podcast called Metal Gods Podcast. So awesome, um, man! Yes. So I think um, there's going to be three <laughs> listeners here anyway yeah. for oh, that aye, podcast. Your priest fan, Absolutely. So, um, so welcome to Metal Gods. Um, and our thoughts are currently with uh, the chairman. Uh, of the deep dive, yeah. uh, Terry T Bone Matthew, who's facing some pretty serious medical procedures and stuff. So, yeah, man. Um, so stay stay strong, T, and uh, we hope it all works out for you, man. We're Absolutely, mate. Yep. Sending good that. vibes, positive all, vibes. All the best, boss. So, uh, yeah, look, you know, all the best to you, man. And uh, we can't obviously talk about the deep dive podcast network without mentioning Rye as well. So, the architect. Or the spiral architect <laughs> of it all uh, at Sabbath Bloody Podcast. So, just great bunch of people, great podcasts. Go and check them out, you know, and um, and yeah, you'll not be disappointed. So, go and do that. All right. So, I think what we'll do is we'll dive back in. Let's dive back into Queen uh, just now. So, yeah, we've talked about it in the first podcast, but let's go over some of the stuff again. So, Jazz was released on the 10th of November 1978 and his Queen's seventh studio album. The album saw a return of Roy Thomas Baker on production duties, with a recording taking place in Paris uh, due to Queen's many exiles from the UK for tax purposes. They also did record some of the album in uh, Montreux, the studio that they actually bought. I think Freddie bought it for the band, basically says, I've bought this studio, you know, Mm. Here's your money, basically. Aye, <laughs> you know? aye, aye, fair enough, aye. <laughs> Free enterprise. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so the decision to part with Mike Stone um, wasn't unanimous, apparently. So I don't think the whole band necessarily wanted to 
part with Mike Stone, who was involved in, in the previous two albums, you know, obviously, and, you know, the sound of those two albums, you know, we love, very warm yeah. sound, you know, and News of yeah. the World and I Date the Races. So it wasn't unanimous, apparently, but I, I don't have any quotes to back that up, in fairness. Um, but it was Freddie's friend, Peter Straker, um, was rec- recording his album with uh, Roy Thomas Baker and Freddie, who helped finance that album, got chatting again with uh, Baker and and again, that's why they, they were reacquainted and they came back, basically. So the album's title is is one that sometimes eludes people, but apparently it's um, related to the Montreal Jazz Festival, um, which apparently Freddie was a big fan of. So um, that's where uh, the title comes from. And the artwork, artwork was um, based on artwork, from, artwork on the Berlin Wall, I should say. Um, I've said the artwork quite a lot there, um, but I there you oh, go. Artwork, mate. Artwork, 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 artwork. artwork. Um, so yeah, <laughs> uh, based on uh, a painting on, on the Berlin Wall. <laughs> um, new words for artwork. <laughs> <laughs> um, that Roger took a took a liking to, so they so they based it around that. So um, yeah, just probably stuff you already know out there, but thought we'd just recap some of the the main points about the album. Um, now, what I want to do is I want to start off, it's, it's a wee bit of a lengthy kind of, um, you know, bit of audio I'm going to play here. It's around about eight or nine minutes, but I think it's I think it's okay, and, and it'd be nice for us just to kind of listen and react to it as it's playing. Um, and what this bit of audio is, is our closing thoughts on jazz from the first podcast. So I wanted to play that, you know. Feel free to speak and say say your opinions on it as it's playing. Um, so I've got a few choice words for myself anyway, but um, just to see how we how we left it basically, you know. Right. So almost it's like, this is where we left it. This is where we're taking it. This is where we're picking it up, kind of thing. Yep. So um, so see how we get on with that. So so for me, jazz is yeah, undisputedly the worst Queen album to this point um, for all the reasons you know that I've gave my opinions on in, in the songs. I don't want to speak for the other two gents because they'll have their own take on on how, what the album means to them. The you know it's just massive flaws in the production, as I've mentioned several times during this pod- podcast. Ah, you certainly and again, did. I want to reiterate this: <laughs> it's just not good enough. I'm sorry. It sounds sounds like I'm I'm entitled and all the rest of it. Well, fine if that's the way it comes across, fine. But you're I, fucking yeah, entitled. Yeah, you, know, you, you do sound like me. In the world and you've got the money. And the time and, and all the rest of it to produce something that sounds good. It's not good enough for the album to sound this bad. And I'm looking at the gatefold of the album. I've got the, the vinyl here. When you actually open up the gatefold and look at the studio they were recording at, uh, super it man. is absolutely the lap of luxury. And it's huge. It's Maybe that's a problem. Ever possibly <laughs> need to make Maybe that was part of the problem. You know? album. Fine if the material falls short, but it sounds great. But the material falls short and it doesn't sound good. So there's two reasons why this album is a bit of an irritation to me at times. It's no dilemma. I do concede that <laughs> tracks on here that get me excited and get me get me going. I never ever thought I would actually say this about a 70s Queen album, but you know, just being honest it's with myself recently up. about the album, that's kind of how I how I feel about it. That, that's a, that's as the worst Queen album of the 1970s, um, without a doubt. You know that this is the first album in the series where I'm I've been indifferent to some of the tracks. You know, it turns out that Queen aren't the super superhuman 
uh, musicians that we thought they were. You know, they're, they're fallible. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think David summed it up nicely. I, you know, I, um, I would just be echoing what he said. Although, you know, he said he, he, he actively dislikes tracks and all that. I wouldn't go that far. I would just say, you know, <laughs> I, I'm indifferent, you know, like Jealousy and, you know, Dreamer's Ball. Or, you know, all right, mate, you're basically saying I'm a prick there. Because you know, you know, right. <laughs> I was. <laughs> as I said at the start, I, I do like, like it slightly better than I did, you know, maybe, you know, if someone asked me about it six months ago, I'd say... Oh, I, I say you know a lot. Mostly like, shit. You know. You know, I like, you know, I like it a little bit better than I did. Maybe you know, I say fuck a lot. I can say for it really. <laughs> and cunt, the usual man. <laughs> Speaking of cunts, I, I think uh, <laughs> I, I just been repeating pretty much similar stuff. I would, I would disagree with something you said there, Paul. Was like, uh, you, I don't ever think um, I, Queen I say Queen were shut musicians about um, you know their prowess on their instruments, like you said, like like kind of. I don't, I don't think that's that's even a part of it, you know what I mean? I don't think this is this album is in any way, even if it had came out at the time and I'd listened to it, I, even though the so, there's a lot of songs, you know, that are pretty disappointing compared to previous records, it still doesn't affect how good they are as musicians, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I thought that was a bit of a strange oh, so, statement. Well, uh, sorry, I, I meant as, you know... Uh, You're well, fucking right, shitting right, order, right. Paul. <laughs> Aye, aye, so, okay, aye, 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 that makes sense. Aye. I sound quite angry there, actually. Aye, aye, that makes aye, sense, aye. mate. Aye, but, 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 <laughs> we all do, though. That's the thing. I was shitting myself there. I thought you were going to. I was shitting myself Makes me kind of side with him a wee bit, you know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to be overly harsh on them. The guy, the guys created six absolute flawless banger records. Well, you know, you know, with the odd song here and there. But I mean, you know, seven albums in six years. You know, I mean, and this by by no means a a shit record. (laughs) This isn't a shit record. It's just because everything that came before was so strong. You know, I think like. you know, if you're, you're measuring that against that, yeah. Look at you being all reasonable and all that. I know who I thought it. I put it myself. You know what I mean? They're like, it's like the, the you two guys. There's songs on this record that I don't really care about. Uh, Dreamers Ball being a prime example. That, that's a pretty shit song, man. And uh, you know, a few others. You know, it's weird because the deep the deep cuts are actually my favourite songs on this record, and the, the singles are the ones I don't like. You know, which would probably be quite weird to some folk, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's the poorest Queen record to this point. So I agree, I definitely agree with you there. But I can also, I can also understand the whole burnt out element of it. You know, yeah, and, and you know, you've only got, you've only got so much, so much gas in the tank. You know what I mean? And I will say as well, um, point me another band. You know that that that. That didn't did as many flawless records in a row as, as Queen had did up to that point. There's there's not many, if you know, if any, I can think of. You know, what I mean, I mean, so that I've got to kind of, I've got to give them the props for that. I can't, I can't totally put the boot in. You know. Yeah. So get me on a certain day, and I would say the album is poor. And I and I get Joe's point about the uh, you know the burnt out thing. Up, yeah, can't you've already made your point about that. Uh, <laughs> I think that I can't. Really I mean, you need to labour that point, Phil. <laughs> it's, it's not to say that 
I'm angry. You make sure that people know that you don't like this record. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm just calling the tunes as they actually are, and that's the. Well, that, listen, I'm, I'm listen, mate. I'm, I'm doing the same. It's not. I'm not. I, don't get it twisted, man. I'm not fucking Sadie Mental, are you? There are songs that suck on. There is songs that aren't good, and they're all pretty much all the same ones as you. All I was saying was, what I was trying to say was, I was trying to look at it from that point of view. You know what I mean? To have that amount of material, you know, so flawless up to that point. I mean, it's I mean, nothing lasts forever, you know what I mean? Absolutely. To be fair, they make it up in spades in the next record. So, I mean, it, it was probably, you know, it's, it's just the next batch of songs. And if you're fucking ah, knackered, yeah, if yeah, you're, you're knackered and you're sick yeah. of looking you're at each other. You're, you're, yeah, you're saying the reason why the album but, might be the way it is. But, aye, but, but, yeah. aye, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying that uh, I'm, excu- I'm excusing it mm-hmm. and trying to make, make the records sound better than it is. It is what it is. It's no, I mean, it's like you say, Joe, you're putting the bit in as <laughs> much as... It's you know, really aye, angry. Aye. I didn't oh, realise I said it. Fucking angry. No, no, no. I just want to... I just want to... I don't know. I think I was somehow trying to justify, you know, be, you know, let's let's just, you know, you know, walk next year, I about this. No, fuck that. I'm not. Ah, no, to, no. Uh, when, it, when it deserves a kicking, it deserves the kicking it gets. But I mean, when you look at, I understand it. Yeah. I mean, when you look at some <laughs> of the things that came in the 80s, you know, um, in terms of the gaps between making those albums and, you know, the excuses, you know, if you, if you want to call them excuses, can't be used <laughs> on those albums. Whereas you, no. you could use that excuse. I've been burnt out at this point. But anyway, we're. we're, we're made our thoughts clear. It's probably not a massive surprise to a lot of Queen fans out there. Right. I think I think that's enough. I think we've given... <laughs> that was uh, a lot of... I, actually, you're talking about you. I thought I came across like a bit of a prick there as well. No, but, <laughs> like, no, but see, the thing, see when you're saying you're, you're irritated or annoyed, I kind of get why, but though, no, because mm-hmm. like, um, see... See the thing, because I remember after after doing that episode, I think you texted. I sound like an I, I sound like an angry. I was an angry bastard last day. I can't remember exactly what you said, but I was like, no, I think we were, you know, and and you know, you, you were kind of worried. I was like, no, because it's just how we how we were. We were it was natural. It's that's, yeah. that's what goes out in the pod because that's the conversation that took place. Of course, I. Um, but having listened to it now, like a year later and stuff, I can get why, especially yourself, you were irritated because my tone particularly is, is really fucking off on that whole end piece. It's very, you know, I said, I, I know I'm, you know, I don't want to sound entitled, but I, that's exactly what I do sound like. I sound like, you know, fuck you, Queen, for not making a fucking great album. You know, that's how it can be across. You know, as it does, and as I just speak for myself, it's, it's you know, so I, I get why someone who's thinking like, Jesus Christ, this is over the top, but why you would get irritated. So, no, no, I, th- I think if anybody's anger or irritation was justified, it's yours. You know, you know, mine certainly wasn't. It, you know, um, I was just, I was just. But the time, it, but it's just in the time it hits you. Do you know what I mean? It, I think there's like, that as well. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, I mean, you, you, like we said, you know, some sometimes like for a bad day could be anything. You know, you're just going to add that wee bit more venom. You know what I mean? I mean, I wouldn't beat yourself up about it. I don't think you were listening to that back. I, I don't uh, see it the way you're seeing it. But I, I, again. When you're listening to yourself speak, you're always going to be self-critical. Aye. You know, like I said, I was listening to myself there, and I was like, "Fuck, I actually sound really fucking pissed off." I didn't. Aye, but it's odd because I didn't. I, I, I could see hear bits when you were kind of getting pissed off, but I think overall you're very measured, and your whole kind of um, summation of the album was very measured. Well, you know, because yeah. you were taking both Paul and I's points and saying, "Yeah, I do agree with you," but there is a but here, you know, and, and you, were, you were explaining it. 
mm-hmm. exceptionally well. So, oh, but you, Paul, um, what do you think of what you're saying, man? Do you, you know, you, know, you join in, you can't. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Okay, now you start getting rage of each other like, join in, you cunt, join in, you cunt. I thought I sounded like a dick, but... I didn't think so at all. I, I always think that, so... You know. nah, it's nothing new here. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to say that, Paul, but, you know... I'm winding you up, mate. <laughs> But um, no, I get the gold medal for the dickhead of the pod man for that one anyway. Ah, but uh, you're not the cants. Not the cants. well, why don't we why don't we dive back in? Why don't we dive back into jazz? Now there's 13 tracks. Um, you know, we want to keep it the podcast a reasonable time. So um, you know, we'll not labor the point too much um if we don't need to, but you know, each track will take as long as it takes to, to chat about. So the album opens up with Mustafa. Because um, I think in the original pod, I think it was back in the times we used to randomise the tracks, but we'll That's just great, go, yeah. we'll just go in order um, um, this time. Um, so, album kicks off with Mustafa, and obviously with Michael Leg talking about that on the, the original podcast, and it's a big song for him. And you know, Paul thought it shouldn't have opened the album. Maybe they should have been another track that opened the album. And um, you know, myself and Joe were very much unanimous on no, this is the opener and should be the opener. Um, how do you feel about it now, Paul? Because you're saying you've maybe changed your opinion on it. So, well, I, I said I, that I didn't particularly care for the song, but but I think I was just being I was just being a dick at the time. You know, I was just <laughs> well, that's whole podcast is like I was being a dick about this song, man. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> no, a, next thirteen <laughs> times over. <laughs> so <I'll> be next, <laughs> no, because uh, because we'd had the thing on Twitter where I, I, I'd. You know, aye, Shane was involved and all that. We had the discussion about Mustafa, and I, I says, you know, it's no fit to start any album or something like that. Aye, you know, that's some, right. yeah, yeah. Something really anyway. prickish, you know. And um, I think I, I think on the actual podcast, I just doubled down and I just said, I, can't, I, I don't even fucking like the song or something, you know, whatever I said, you know, I don't care for it or whatever. Um, and Whereas, you know, I, I don't think it's like the greatest Queen song ever written or whatever. I, it never, I, I don't find it offensive or, or, or whatever. I, 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 up to that point, I, I hadn't found it offensive or whatever. It was just a, ah, it's Mustafa, you know, whatever, you know, kind of thing. Um, but I think just at the time, I don't know, too many beers or whatever. I was just like, ah, you know, do you know what? I'm, I'm, I, I think maybe I, I was just a wee bit um, defensive because, uh, You'd called me out and speaking for the two of you, but saying, "Oh, Mr. Ah, right, you went, "Oh, I know it." And I was just being a bit defensive, you know, just being a wank, basically. And I was just like, "Ah, I don't, I don't even like the fucking song," you know. Um, but I've got to say, yeah, <laughs> Mustafa, it, it's uh, as it's certainly for me as uh, as what it is kind of thing. It's a for all intents and purposes, that kind of pastiche thing, you know, like lazing on a Sunday afternoon, that type of thing, that the Queen did very well um, up to a point, and they do this very well. It's played really well. Um, John's bass on it is incredible. Um, he's doing, at certain points in uh, other songs in the album, he's doing that, he's sliding into notes, you know, he's like, you know and it's a big, thick, Really, certainly on the uh, bottom girls side. Aye, the far bottom girls. Yeah, doom, yeah, canal, yeah, yeah, yeah. We might be hearing uh, a wee what, bit of that actually. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. The bass sounds brilliant on it, and the guitars, you know, and, and it is. You've, 
I almost forgot how heavy it gets at certain mm-hmm. points, you know, yeah. t- certainly towards the end and all that. Um, yeah, um, but I, where I will agree with myself on the first, first pod, I think Let Me Entertain You should start the album and I think they should swap places. So if you had the LP, Mustafa would be the last song inside one. That would work for me better than starting the album. But that's you know, but the the part about me no liking the song and all that that was just me being a dick, really. Um, ah, it's, it's I, I still I still think it's the best song in the album to open the album. Um, in my own yeah, opinion, I, I agree, um, I agree. You know, and I think even just like obviously we talked about the lyrics in the first uh, podcast. You know, the, you know the, the, the you know there's Arabic in there. There's you know Persian. There's there's nonsense, you know, nonsense basically yeah, made up uh, words. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, just even just the salam alaikum and the alaikum salam bits and all that. You know, it's just really you know they're really cool because the rhythm with them, they, those words are really cool in the yeah. way he uses them yeah. in the song. And obviously, you know, it's it's a nice thing to say as well. You know, peace be with you, or you know, peace unto you, or whatever the you know mm-hmm. the translation of it is. And, and, and it's it's that thing where you know you can tell that they've taken time on it. That Aye. they always seem to do with these kind of pastiche, you know, kind yeah. of almost throwaway songs, you know, that Aye. there's a lot of lot of stuff lavished on it, you know. Um uh it, it was uh, obviously that was the kind of stuff that excited them in the studio, you know, that you know, that um maybe a bit different from doing, you know, four four rock songs and all that kind of I stuff. I mean, I think to this day it's still one of those bizarre queen songs ever. Yeah, been, you know, yeah. it's just it's, it's just it's almost like I does that song even exist? But yeah. I'm yeah. so glad it does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Joe, you want to pick things up? Yeah. Um. I, I, well, excuse me. <clears throat> I mean, I love, I love Mustafa. Um, and I, I agree with David. The I, see if the, Mustafa had it been written for this album, then I totally agree. Let me entertain you. Should I open this album? Mm-hmm. If Mustafa didn't exist, but I still kind of feel the same way about where it you know at opening the album because it does exist and for me it would feel really fucking strange to have this song anywhere else in this album yeah but then again who knows if you know if if it was the way if it was flipped and you know it was later on the album you wouldn't know any different because you wouldn't you know you would just know jazz to open with let me entertain you right but Mm -hmm. but anyway back to mustafa um i i think it's i love it man it's great it shows a sense of humor you know uh, that queen Probably this was probably the, one of the first times maybe you've seen a sense of humor in a Queen record. Maybe, but well, yeah. I suppose at least on Sunday afternoons get humor to a degree, yeah. I suppose. But for this, it's like why it's like really, it's, really wacky humor, it's like silly, uh, kind of yeah. silly. Yeah. Aye. <clears throat> and it's weird how you're rooting for um, Mustafa um, Ibrahim. You're like, uh, you know, I, I don't know anything about this guy. There's not no story in this song, but I really <laughs> but I, like this guy. I like this guy. I really, like, I like his steam tune. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, you know, Shaft is getting it. Wah, 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 wah. Like, Mustafa's got his own theme tune, man. Uh, no, I love it. Um, and all engineering problems aside, you know, there is problems with the levels when the guitars come in, they're too loud, but I kind of like it as well uh, because it's yeah, just yeah. heavy as fuck. So, <laughs> but, I, but I know I know it's as too yeah. loud. I know it's yeah. too loud, but, yeah. um, but you know. It- Definitely puts your face off oh, when, it comes, when it comes out. It fucking uh, flat, it flat, flat. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I have much more to say on that. You know, I don't really. I've never really changed my opinion on it. I think it's, uh, and I think one thing I, I think I would say is, you know, Freddie was always kind of, 
you were led to believe he was always kind of shying away from his heritage. It's quite cool that he decided to, you know, really embrace it on this song, you know. Celebrate the, the, the kind of Persian kind of words yeah, and the stuff. the Persian like, words yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that, you know, because he kind of shied away from it for a long time. Um, I think he was, I think I'm not seeing any, anything out of turn. I think he was predominantly, you know, it was on record that he was very much wanted to look upon his English. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's kind of, you know, he's, he's new, he's new home and all yeah, that. Yeah, he's new yeah, home, yeah. and you know, and yeah. uh, he was he, basically he was wanting to be looked upon probably the same as everybody else, and not an outsider, you know. And yeah, yeah, I can kind of get yeah, that, so. you know, coming to a new place and stuff like you want to be yeah. kind of just accepted, you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but I, Mustafa man, but love it's it. a great track. Right. But I think um, I think um, it's it's that you know. When I hear this, I don't know why it's it's I don't know if this has been a recent thing, and it's always it's always been in my head. And I've just really thought about it, so it's came to the front. Uh, see when he's see when see when he sings Mustafa Ibrahim. I just always think it's his mum shouting on him. I, I don't yeah. know why. It's oh, always right. the, <laughs> when mums mums use your full name if they're like aye, you're in trouble. Off of you, are you in trouble? Aye. Mustafa, but, Mustafa Ibrahim. Ibrahim. Aye, aye. It's like you're in trouble. Like, you know, get it's back like, over here. You're aye, fucking grounded. Like... <laughs> Mustafa, so, you're grounded. Aye, I don't know. Anyway, that's <laughs> just either you're Actually, interesting enough. Um, recently, I, I like sort of dicking about with you know if I get like multi tracks and stuff, you know, make my own mixes and you know messing about with things and all that. But I I, I don't have the multi tracks for it, Mustafa or anything. But what I did is I actually corrected the levels so that the it, it, it's more of a normal Even. level. And and I thought, is this going to actually take away the, the balls when it kicks in over the heavy bit? Yeah. But interesting enough, it really, really doesn't. No, and the part's it, still heavy. I, exactly. But in it, if anything, yeah. you actually hear the you know, the, the chorus, uh, sorry, the verse bit's a lot better. You hear the piano yeah. really a lot better and Freddie's vocals and all that and the, even the wee guitar bits that Brian's doing. So um, I just did stuff. it for my, my own amusement. Just I'm going to boost the levels on those those bits that are really overly quiet, you know, and just to, yeah. see, to try and make it more, uh, you know, yeah. more level. So uh, it actually worked out pretty well. Um, cool. So we're going to move to track two, which is Fat Bottom Girls. Now this got uh, an absolute kick in, um, especially for me on... Uh, on the original pod, it, it still remains, you know, and still always will remain one of my least favorite Queen tracks and Queen least favorite Queen rockers. It's that's not really changed, but um, certainly um, listening to the multi tracks, which I do have of this, when you hear them separately, I've got a better appreciation for some of the performances, certainly um, on this song. But there is some bizarre, really, really, really bizarre. Um, production choices, and you and I will we'll let you hear um, some of some of that. And um, it, I just it, 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 some of it when you hear it, it just feels like it's been they've tried to be. I don't know if they've tried to be modern, try to be clever, but it's just it's like these ideas are just not coming off at all. Right. Anyway, well, we'll, we'll, we'll I'll let you hear that. But this song for me again, personally, it's just. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm not really. I mean, we talked about the sexism and all that before. We talked about that in the first podcast. I don't, I don't think necessarily we need to get into all that. Nah. Again. it's pretty, pretty self-evident. Um, but that's bizarre. I would just, just all I would say on the lyrics. But I don't think we mentioned this in the first podcast. But it's really, they're really fucking creepy as well. Do you know? Think it's like, yeah. So it starts off. It's almost paedophilic and all that. You know, it's like I, 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 I knew life before I left my nursery, left right. alone with big fat fanny. You know, so, so. Right. What was going on? And 
it's just fucking weird. Uh, it's man. weird shit. Uh, it's it's, weird, it's just weird, creepy, fucking weird nonsense, man. It's aye, like, I totally but, agree, aye. But if we talk about the song from a musical point of view and melodic point of view, let's let's do that instead because we, we could we can talk about the <laughs> the, the silliness of the lyrics um, for a bit too long, possibly. But um shall we shall we listen to the, the, the individual tracks and then we'll just kind of talk as we go? Do you want to have a read I'm interested that, so? in hearing them, aye. Okay, yep. let, let's fire some of these up just now. So I've got Audacity. Here just there, uh, because the, the files old audacity. The files were in the audacity format. So I will get them up just now. Um but it's um it's it's it, it just I, I made my own mix of this song just just again because like I say I just like thinking about with uh, mixes and I tried to kind of connect the things for myself that I personally thought were, were wrong with the mix. Um, although, in fairness, it's not one of the worst mix songs on the album, you know, but the, the, the that hard panning of the guitar's hard right, that is nuts. That is just, I have no idea why they decided to do that. But anyway, oh, it, it makes it sound really weak. Oh, it does, does. Mm. So, I, you know, my mix, I've just put that back to the centre so you can actually hear the guitars. Oh, good. Again, aye, you know, cool. so, so I'll maybe share it with you um, at some share point. Share see what you think. Um, always seems kind of hollow and empty, that part. Does, done it? Right, so what 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 do you want to hear first? Is that there any particular instrument or have you got the drums? Yes, drums and bass. Let's start with the drums. I've got a criticism about the drums. Oh, the drums. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like he's bouncing a basketball. It does, doesn't it? It's shit. It's not a good bass drum sound, then. No, it's really not. I mean, it's got it's got good so, it's got a good sub, but it's not got enough clarity. No, absolutely, it's not got enough clarity. It's got very, very muddy clarity. Uh, very muddy. You'd expect that for a punk man or something, you know, that yeah. kind of muddiness and yeah. that to me's been mic'd in a room, like maybe up in the ceiling. The mic's Aye. been in the ceiling, so it's it, it's, a, it's, a, it's ambiently mic'd, but it's well, not, not good though. Well, this is the interesting thing that I'm I'm not presuming that everything that we've got here. Is all the actual aye, absolute tracks. There might, there might be other ones, but but it's interesting because the, the multi tracks we only have snare toms and kick. And from what I can gather from just listening to the tracks, there's two overheads, and the overheads seem to be dominating the whole kit. So you've no really got. So I think you're right, Joe. I think the way this has been mic'd is very much a couple of overheads. And, and, and listen to the listen to the drop in quality when it kicks into the beat. There, it goes aye. so thin. It yeah, starts off absolutely. really boomy, yeah, and then it, and the kick becomes really small. But listen, it's very but, uneven. Huh? But listen to this. What's this snare? Now the snare's gated. Aye, that sounds terrible. Gated, uh, it's awful. Mm-hmm. It's not a snare, not a big rock song. That should be. Aye. aye. It should sound like it should sound like an overhead. It should have room. It should have a room sound, but it doesn't Absolutely. because like, the kick is a room sound, but the, the snare doesn't. It's no. fucking bizarre. It's it's so that gated snare. Listen to that. That's how bad that is. Terrible man. Mm-hmm. And it's it's out of time as well. Could be the, the gate the way it's been gated. It's fucking uh, no, like gating properly. You know it's. Because obviously Roger, Roger, will, Roger will be playing at different, uh, you know, tensions, you know, so as the gate will open up and close aye, aye, at different times, you know, so. Aye. But anyway, yeah, that's... It's shit. It sounds aye. like shit. Yeah. Do you want to hear a bit of bass on there? Aye, go for it. bass on. Yes. Nice tone, on it? Aye, brilliant. Thick. Fat. 
Aye. Can we get rid of Roger's drums and just listen? Aye, to no, yeah. Aye. 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 He's playing out with his fingers. I totally tell because it's that kind of you know rounded, rounded sound. Ah, yeah, yeah. John fucking Deacon. Ooh. It's kind of like geezer's tone a little bit. That's that's very much. I suppose it's the precision bass. I suppose it would be it would sound similar. Like that. But there's so many wee bits that you're. Yeah. Or the woo woo tight, an innovative player. Up and down, playing Listen, the octaves. Aye, aye. brilliant. Aye, he's up, the, he's up and down the neck. He's going way up the hat. He's got higher there, and he's going back down again. So mm. he's all over the map. Yep. Aye. That's fucking brilliant. The slides do 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 do. Aye. So Brilliant. um uh right well well let's let's jump back um sorry I mean for the listeners they might be like I don't really want to hear this I just like hearing no I'm sure they will man <laughs> but we're we'll we're total right. geeks so we're we're gonna do it anyway so tough shit Wait, and we need to make it different <laughs> for the fucking original one <laughs> so much just I just I came up with all sorts of weird shit just to be... <laughs> right let's hear the guitars the guitars are interesting um I'm just gonna pump the levels here. Do you think it sounds like really country rock shit kicking oh, stuff in it? Like, I've always thought that anyway. Aye, we did. I mean, in fairness, in the first podcast, you did say about the, you know, the, the album itself having a very American sound and, you know. I mean, the tone's not bad. I just don't really like the guitar in this song at all. I don't like the riffs. And I like, I like when it evolves later on in the sort of towards the end of the song. Aye. See that bit that high up stuff. I mean that's that's cool. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure this is in drop D this song as well. Uh, drop Aye, that's right, yep. yeah. That's why it's heavy, but don't don't don't. That's all good, see all that. Aye. I like this bit. Yeah. That's what it it tightens up there, it should be tighter. I don't aye. know, it's maybe a bit muted or something. Too many or something. open chords, you know. Aye. Aye, like, when he starts aye. doing little uh, accents, it makes aye. it more interesting. Aye, tightens up. Uh, oh, there's my boy dying. there. Totally dying me in it. Aye, <laughs> fucking aye. I guess a bit more ballsy towards the end. Yeah. Yep. Aye. Sounds pretty good, actually. Aye. Tone wise, it's actually pretty decent. Aye. Get on your bikes and ride. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> this bit, the guitar playing here's really good. <laughs> the playing <here's> good. <laughs> Aye, that's cool, man. Right, that's cool. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Or oh, the high bits. 
see the accents he's hitting, you know, it's brilliant. Absolutely. You don't really hear a lot of that in the mix. Yeah, it's lost. Ah, yes, right. Ba-ba-bum. Ba-ba-bum. <laughs> Aye, oh. uh, uh, to me, when I'm listening to that guitar in isolation, like, no, that way, when you can imagine like the parts coming in round about it, it that mm-hmm. song would sound fucking massive. Aye, but it doesn't sound massive because See, the drums sound like shit. That's exactly yeah. it, Jojo. Yeah. It's the it's the kit that lets us down. We've heard John's bass. Josh's bass sounds fucking brilliant. Brian's. I mean, it doesn't matter what I think about the riffing. The tone's good. You know, yeah. other you know, other, the, the riff. You know, I, in isolation. Tone. Yeah. Aye, exactly. The tone's there. Um, absolutely. But um, but the drums sounds and and it's a shame because Roger, even when you when we come on to talk about fun it. He, the, the drums sound really thick and so obviously Roger's been paying attention being his own track like I want these a bit mm-hmm. a bit thicker disco. you know and disco aye that kind of um, that kind of vibe but um, but we can't move on until we hear the main man himself and uh, I, I think you boys are going to be blown away when you actually hear this in isolation man because it's I mean it's always the same you hear Freddie in isolation it's like it's never, it's never any different is it yeah. so uh, but um Oh, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to play it right because that's just amazing. Hey, I was just a skinny lad, never knew no good from bad, but I knew life before I left my nursery. A lot of balls, man. Left alone with big fat fatty. She was such a naughty, naughty raging. big woman. You made a bad boy out of me. That's our angry vocal performance, man. <laughs> But you hear, you hear the grit, you hear the in the, uh, you in the actual final the, mix, you, but you, you don't, you don't mix, hear yeah. the, you don't hear the total like Tony's voice. The aye, aye, exactly. You're losing. The problem aye. you've got is that there's too many frequencies that are all the same, aye. so they're, they're fighting in aye. the mix. You're Absolutely. just getting the top part of his. Aye, aye. yeah, yeah. You're missing the mids because aye. there's already yeah. so much mid coming from the bass yeah. drum, sounding so muddy, and the bass is quite deep as well. I've been singing with my band Cross the water, cross the lane I've seen every blue-eyed floozy on the way hey, You can sing blues to me, but mate their beauty and their mm. style We're kind of smooth as fuck. Take me to them dirty ladies every time Come on! Oh, won't you take me home tonight? So it's just Brian and Freddie oh, No Roger in this I can totally hear Roger's going that. Aye, totally. Can we try and put Roger in? Let's do it. Right, let's fast forward to the, the last bit. Now I got mortgages and homes. I got stiffness in the bones. Ain't no beauty queens in Spit this little. locality. See if this mix this was mixed you. better, you would like oh, this song. Because it's proven in the it's proven in the, the isolated tracks. Treasure, hit big woman, you done made a big man of me. See you can't just like this. Right, let's let's kill it there because we've got a lot of songs to talk about. We've got another eleven. <laughs> um, I like it I, better like that. Can I, you do it, that be rain must fall. <laughs> if you like that, I, I, you know, I think, um, like I say, just just 
you know, for my own amusement and listen to these individual tracks. And it's, it's a really fun thing to do if you if you gra- can grab them out there. And I'm not going to promote where they are or anything. You know, it's you know if you want to know DM is or something. But um, it's um, but you know I put together my own mix of this and I mixed in my preference. It is really hard to do when you don't have the the, the sound of the kit the way you would want it. So with the with the ah, gated, you have to resample it and stuff like that. Exactly right? with the gated snare, all I try to do is put a, a bit of reverb on it just to, to to continue the sound a wee bit longer. You know of the actual attack. You know so it doesn't decay so quickly. Yeah. Um. So I just try to do things like that, and and the mix I put together, I actually I enjoy. You know, I enjoy listening to it, and it feels enough. You know, Freddie's voice is really up there, and. And it's just that mixed in my own preference. But my own feeling on the song in general is, yeah, I'm not as scathing as I was about it in the, the first, you know, because I did genuinely, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, well, I would, I would defend myself a wee bit because I didn't, I never really was into the song anyway, um, I have to say. But listening to it recently, I have enjoyed it. You know, I have enjoyed it. Whether that passes, whether, you know, six months down the line, I go, oh, can't be bothered with this anymore. Don't know. Don't know, it could possibly be just listening to these, these multi-tracks. It's given it a new lease of life in my own ears, you know, so don't know. But um, anything else to add in there, uh, guys? Paul? I still prefer Big Bottom. <laughs> Let's get the multi-tracks to Big Bottom, man. The, the three bases. <laughs> three bases. <laughs> I, um, I mean... I didn't dislike this song probably as much. I think in the original pod, I didn't dislike this as much as you guys anyway. Oh, yeah, absolutely, probably. Um, it's probably but, the same for a track and album. But, but I think, when I listen to that isolated, man, that, that to me, if this was mixed the same as, like, uh, you know, News of the World, or I think it's proven to me that this song actually is a, is a pretty decent song, but it's just yeah. it's it's just not given the, the justice because of the, the, the mix is very, very thin. Which is weird because when you listen to isolated tracks, they don't sound thin. So it's actually quite a fucking achievement that he's managed to make, <laughs> to make something uh, thin. Uh, sound yeah. so thin yeah, yeah. that's ultimately recorded individually with some weight. I don't know Aye. how he's done it, man. That's an engineering feat in its own. Mm-hmm. When we even when we even think about what they achieved with the, the stomps and claps on We Will Rock You in the previous how album, big they sound, yeah. weighty that sounds, you know. Yeah. And if it they was on this record that would sound like fucking matchsticks and fucking Fox. Aye. And, 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 you know, they can't even achieve that with Roger on the toms and the kick, you know, at the start mm. of the song. They can't. Aye, if that was like, day, you know, no attack. Aye, aye. You just, aye, anyway. Right. Anyway, Fat Bottom Girls. Uh, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's all I'm going to say. You know, uh, fair enough. I've got a, a new appreciation for it, personally. Aye. But shift on. And then track number three is Jealousy. Um, so jealousy. I, I seem to have started with the first couple of tracks, just rambling on. So I'm just going to throw it over. I'm going to throw it to Joe first, actually. Right. I don't have a problem with jealousy. I can't remember if I had a problem with it in the last uh, podcast because I haven't listened to it. So, but I've always, I've always liked this song, man. I, I think the, I think there's a lot of really good vocal work in here, man. I think there's some cracking melodies. Um, you know the. The bit where it ramps up towards the end, you know, the why jealousy, the piano, and matter or not, I shall live or die. I mean, that, that's for it, Freddie fucking Mercury, right there, man. That's just pure Freddie, Amy. But, uh, Sound like Derek Jacobi or something, the way you did that. So, <laughs> man, I'll live or die, I'll pure like Derek Shakespeare or something. Aye, aye. <laughs> uh, it's kind of got that sort of vibe to me, uh, that part. Um, 
it's a Freddie Mercury piano song. Is it one of his yeah. best? No, but at the end of the day, it still sounds good to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm trying not to compare it to my melancholy blues or yeah, yeah, or or, or, mm-hmm. uh, or t- you take my breath away, breath for away. example. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. if I take it, I in think that was a problem. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, I think that was a problem for me. I think that's exactly what I was Aye, doing. Because you're looking at what's gone you know, before, and you're like, and oh, I, I thought yeah. this is so basic and so almost like a childish melody, and then you know I wanted I think more that's and stuff. Charm, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's quite childish, but I kind of like it. I, I, again, when I listen to what I, what I would say is when I listen, I've been listening to this album again for the pod, um, this one, and uh, I've really enjoyed every time I've listened to this right. album, and 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 I'm not just saying I'm not. What I would say is I'm not overcorrecting. I, no, I want to make that clear. I'm not overcorrecting what I did in the first pod. I think I just want to almost like just listen to it again and just see how it lies. Like, yeah. And I have to say, probably even I'll, I've got to be honest from a even from a mental health point of view, I think I'm in a better place now than I was even doing that podcast. So mm. is that fed Aye. into to, to my feel? I don't know. I don't know. Um, so maybe you know I'm I'm joined I'm enjoying tweet shit a bit more. You know I don't know, but. Um, <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> but it's not. It's definitely not one of Freddie's best songs, as Joe's pointed out. Um, and and I think there's the, the, the bit. There's a bit, I, and I, I really like. Um, and it's the melody. Oh, is it after the second chorus? Um, Turn me into a jealous type. Uh, oh, that's brilliant! That bit, that bit, that that's my favorite bit. That's my favorite vocal of the whole song. Um, because the melody is really lovely, but overall, it's okay. I'm not. I'm not. Still not a huge fan of it. Um, the song. It's. It's okay. It's. It's. I listened to it and I wasn't. Oh, just. I'm going to skip this. You know. It was like okay. It's jealousy, yeah. and I just accepted it for what it was this time. And and I think when you listen to jazz in isolation, it, it works so much better than listening to the previous six albums before. Um, totally. So that. So so this was no. This was. I, and I, I could argue I actually enjoyed it, you know, on just a basic level. I just I just enjoyed listening to the song. And um, I do think the melody is pretty basic. And I think, again, that's maybe, you know, the reason why I, I did struggle with it, you know, previously. But um, no, it's okay. It's, this, is, this song's all right, you know, Paul? Yeah, it's... It, it's... Um, it, it's, it's okay. Um, it's... Uh, Freddie sings it beautifully. Um, I just love that bit. You know, just about how was that? You know, I was far too much in love to see. Just the way he sings that. It's just very simple, but just beautiful. Um, I'm not a fan of the 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 Brian Sita uh, thing. Fairway thing. thing. Aye, I, 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 on White Queen. Yeah, it's amazing, but not not here for me. Um, they could have found something else to do, you know. Aye, um, it's maybe not aye. as effective as it. Aye, they probably aye. think it is, you know. Uh, aye, um, but it, it's a basic uh, Freddie piano ballad thing. As uh, it's not, uh, you know, my melancholy blues. It's not you take my breath away, but it's still very. It's it's a decent wee song, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know, I suppose you could use it as a, a kind of palate cleanser kind of thing you've had a big rock song and then you just you uh, know, like an eccentric an song a rock song and then let's get aye, something about and a, a, yeah, yeah. a wee, uh, simple piano yeah. ballad thing mm. yeah. Oh, yeah it, it works yeah definitely cool. um i mean I, this is what this is one of the ones where most people say oh jealousy get rid of that and get nah, rid of, i you know, would easy or whatever you know uh but you know that's uh, it's no it's not the worst thing they've ever done you know um 
yeah, aye, that's all right. Yeah, uh, the the sitar uh, type effect and Brian's good. Uh, nah, maybe not, but uh, but, but that's the thing. See, see, even listen to this album, it's like you know, um, I'm jumping the gun all you at here, but listen again recently, I was like. Actually, none of these songs annoy me. I don't know mm. why I was so so annoyed. That if, none of these songs actually annoy me. No, that, none of them annoy me. None of them I was getting me. annoyed. I was getting annoyed previously. Ah, oh, bizarre. Anyway, let's move on. We'll move on to Bicycle Race, um, which is the. This is the first single off the album, isn't it? Aye. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think it, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Was it all back to Fat Bottom Girls? Aye, that was a B side, but. Or was it a double A side? I it was a double A, I think. Aye, was, aye. 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 aye, they were released together, kind of like aye. Champions and We Will Rock You, I think. Yeah. Aye. Aye. Yeah. Brilliant research for myself. They're not even checking these things out. But that's kind of cool as well, that kind of almost mirrors um, Champions and We Will Rock You, because that's a Freddie and a Brian track, and this is a Freddie and a Brian track. Aye, aye. Mm-hmm. aye. It's true. Mm-hmm. Aye, it's true. Um, so, so Bicycle Race, I mean, I, 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 I was very praiseful of this song on the... You know, in the the first uh, podcast, and and I still will be. I think it's I think it's one of my favourite Queen uh, pop songs, certainly of the seventies, because I think it's just it's just got all the eccentricity of of, of Freddie, mm-hmm. but it's m- melodic. It's yeah, the lyrics are silly, they're, they're nonsense and all that. I get that, but it's again, it's just playful lyrically. It's it's you know. And I think it's as I said in the first pod, it's it's a very complex pop song. And the, in oh, the surface, in the aye, surface, it sounds like it's aye, it sounds like in the surface, it's just throw away a song about somebody's bike and all that. But it's not, you know, you get beyond that, and you actually, you know, you listen to the, the you know, the meter changes in it, and mm-hmm. you know, even even Brian's guitar. I mean, I think I was talking about Brian's guitar, and Joe, you rightly pointed out, it's almost like an orchestra. It's or, or, yeah, orchestra. It's layered. It's layered. It comes so, in and out left to right aye, speaker and stuff. That's like it. That, yeah. So do, do you want to do you want to Jump in and get some isolated tracks in this. Ah, aye, absolutely, oh, man, definitely, yeah. aye. Right, let's, start off with, let's, let, let's start off with Let's start off with a kit, and the kit sounds great. Oh, aye, listen to that. That's how thick that is. Mm-hmm. That's Roger's sound, man. Aye. It's still got a tight snare, but it's still got weight. Absolutely, what's missing in. Um, fucking what's it called? Uh, aye, Fat Fat Bottom Girls. Girls. Yeah. If I bought Girls, listen to that kick. If I had that same kick sound, it would be. It's still a room sound. It's got a very, it's got a very, you can tell his skin, his, his kick aye. skin was very, um, well, it's quite, well, actually, yeah, it's quite loose, actually. Mm. You heard it there, aye, but, but it's oh, got no, a lot of attack, aye. The skin's loose, aye, but it's a tight, tight, aye. Listen to the toms. But that's that, that was the point I was making at the start, you know. There are good sounding things on this album, but it's just like overall, yeah. it's so all over the place, mixed wise. Very inconsistent. Aye. Can I just point out as well, see the accents and the kicks there? Yeah. He's the, that just shows how good that, that guy is as a drummer. He's hitting the kicks. Specific kicks harder than other ones, so when they when they, they pronounce the the accents, if you know what I mean, ah, uh, yeah, boom, ba ba bum, bum, bam, you know what I mean. There's dynamics in the kick. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, so so he's burying the beat off, and then he's bouncing it. No, he's just he's just beat. like uh, I like he's, he's basically just hitting some beats harder than others to accentuate right, right. certain 
punctuation parts in the beat. So, for example, the part where it goes ba 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 bam, he's gone ba 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 bam ba 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 bam. Do you know what I mean? It's like he's hit the first one harder. You know, and and the way a lot of music's recorded now, especially rock music, because it's so unbelievably sanitized. You wouldn't have that dynamic. Every kick would have the same velocity, which yeah. means it would be hit at the same. Ah, it's just like I. It's the same sound basically. Yeah. Let's hear some guitars. Amazing sound, I. Sorry, I just spoke all over the top of fucking Roger's drumming. It's all good, mate. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> That's been mic'd from far away as well. Absolutely. That's that's yeah. not a close mic yeah. guitar amp. That's that mic probably quite a, quite a distance from the speaker to give it that ambience. But even just like to take it, that's closely mic'd because uh, it sounds so right close up. up. Yep. But we are getting geeky here. <laughs> right, well, let's take it back a wee bit. So. That bit's weird as fuck, man. Aye. Amazing. That's the orchestrated bit we were talking aye, about. It's it's all the different bits, aye. Like, yeah, he's not done that in one. He's done one aye. run, then he's recorded another run with a different sound. Aye. Take it back just a wee bit. We'll get a wee bit more and then we'll... That's today, so... But think about the guitars through everything you've heard there. It's just that's not a normal rock guitarist. No. That's somebody that's that's thinking about texture in the song and, and orchestrating it. Absolutely. Yeah. Aye, because he's not overplaying anything. Yeah. And he's using multiples yeah. sounds as well. He's using close mics, he's using far uh, ambient mics guitars. Stone's still fucking excellent. Right, well, let's hear some piano. Piano's excellent in this, by the way. Um, it's it's. You can hear the drums bleeding through there. Ah, I think you hear, you hear a lot in a lot of tracks. It's really nice, isn't it? It's really, really <laughs> beautiful. It's quite um, it's quite baroque. Aye. Roger on the background, I bleeding through. It's weird because when you listen to these parts in isolation, it's like, what the fuck is going on here, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the mastery of Queen, you know, that's why they were fucking the, the geniuses that they were. They could build all this crazy stuff. Freddie was a fucking genius, man. Fucking was, man. That's just beautiful. That could almost be like a ballad. Like I can uh, <laughs> And that change is totally, uh, totally uh, key change. Yeah. Time change at the same time. It's lovely. How tight is his plane? He's tight uh, playing so tight.
Benny Baroque again. Mm. Almost gave you a harpsichord, didn't you? Harpsichord, aye. Aye. One to bicycle race. Let's hear some vocals, eh? Total contrast to, to Fat Bob Girls, how smooth they sound. Absolutely. Again, as we say a million times over, how you can make a million. It's weird because you don't realise there's so you don't realise there's so much reverb on the when it's in your mouth. Absolutely. Yeah, sounds very close up. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride my bike. I want to ride my bicycle. Only Queen could ride shit like this. Absolutely. So forget all your duties. Is it me or something? Are there any Beatles type Beatles. harmony, Paul? That's what I immediately thought. The Beatles, aye. So look out for those beauties, oh yeah. On your marks, get set, go. Is there a girl's voice in there? Sounds like aye. Sounds let's, like let's play other voices. Aye. Could be Roger. On your marks, get set, go. Oh, aye. Oh, aye. Like there is, there is, there is. Oh, that's interesting. On your marks, get set, go. One hundred percent. Aye, you can absolutely yep. hear it. One. I'm going to play it one more, one more time. On your marks, get set, go. Aye, aye. aye. There is. There is. There's definitely a girl on that. That's mental. <laughs> to, be honest, to be honest, there's a couple of voices. Even when I was listening to the harmonies, it sounds like there's another voice in there. It doesn't sound ah, like Queen. Does... It doesn't sound like Brian, oh. Freddie, or Roger. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to hit the internet after this and find out the theories on that. If anybody, aye, anybody knows, aye, aye. interesting. So, um, basically, race. I, I just, it's just. I mean, it's one of those songs that kind of sums Queen up, isn't it? You know, certainly oh, single, I... single wise. You know, that's like this is this when I mean, Queen still crafted singles, you know, properly, uh, you know. And as you, as you pointed out, the first one, you know, um, it's lucky for them that all the cultural references on it. Ah, are still relevant. Are relevant. <laughs> still still relevant. I guess if we were talking about fucking macking me or something, or <laughs> macking, you know. Time Bandits or some shit. You know? <laughs> not not Time Bandits. Time Bandits is pretty cool. Time but, Bandits yeah. is cool as fuck, man. Terry Gilliam, man. <laughs> um, bye. No, great tune. Anything else to add in? The mix? Yeah, it's, it's genius, man. It's genius. Aye. Aye. It really is. For a throwaway pop song, just the amount of work and genius that's going into it. Yeah. Well, I, again, Queen, aye, only Queen could do this. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Genius. Um, so... <laughs> Totally different vibe for the first podcast. Yeah, we are. <laughs> um, so we're going to shift on to the fifth track on the, the album, which is If You Can't Beat Them, Join Them. John's heavy um, metal song. Aye, John's rocker, man. Paul? Yeah, I've always liked this one. Um, and this is one of the few tracks that doesn't seem to be too many issues with the production. It's a nice open sound. Um, aye, and uh, it, it's nice to... to uh, no, uh, John doing a rocker, and uh, ah, it's good, it's good, good track. Um, 
it's not, you know, again, <laughs> if we're going to compare, you know, to what's gone in the past, it's not, you know, spread your wings or anything like that. But it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I like, I've always liked this one uh, on the album. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. David? Eh, I, I mean, this is, uh, I, I liked it in the first pod and I like it in this one too. I think it's, I think it's excellent. I think it's just, uh, just a great high energy song. Melodically, it's brilliant. John's mm-hmm. melodies are almost second to none. I almost without, you know, there's probably no exceptions, not or not many anyway. Maybe paying a circle of pleasure or something, you know, things like that. That was him and Freddie, but that was that's true. Um, we'll fuck um, up collectively. <laughs> but um, it's just uh, the melody's fucking brilliant. Um, the lyric, you know, the lyrics are a bit fucking, you know, basic and all that. You aye, know, just aye. you know, they're a wee bit kind of like kind of child like. I think we so, said maybe said that in the. The pod, the original Aye. one as well. I mean, they... even when we push on to what in, in only seven days, it's the same thing. You know, they're very, very. Rod, very Roger's great. Like, on this, uh, the, the amount of symbol grabs he's doing and all that's really good. Mm-hmm. The, the sound he's getting, lovely, lovely yeah. stuff. Yeah. But as it just, it just kind of like just you know blasts along, and and it's just again just high energy. And, and again, I agree with you, Paul. Mix wise, it's. It's not one of the, you know, it's one of the better ones, certainly mm. mix-wise, I would say, aye, absolutely. Because Brian's guitar sounds really good on it. It's really yeah. up there. Unfortunately, I don't have the any any individual tracks for this. But And and John being Johnny probably wanted to keep it fairly simple anyway, so that's probably helped, uh, you know, yeah. in, in terms of the, how it sounds sonically. Ah, uh, yeah, just keeping it dense as opposed yeah. to, yeah. you know, like, you know, too many notes going on uh, and, you know, on the yeah. guitar and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice open chords and all that, uh, yeah. Because I suppose, I mean, if I do, 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 do. It's very, it's very basic, but that's getting a good. But wait, ah, it's wait. effective. Aye, aye. totally. Um, well, aye, I, I, I love this song. It's a great. It's, a, it's just a very uplifting rock song. Um, like a real feel good rock song. Um, for me, the bit it'll sound probably strange to a lot of folk listening to this, but see the the guitar work that Brian does towards the end. It makes me want to fucking cry. I don't know what the note the notes he's playing are fucking beautiful. It's like. Again, he's very, he's very high, isn't he? He's like right nail, up. Nail, 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 nail. Really it's, just, it's just those notes that Brian used to play in the seventies. He, he did it a lot. He, he could just mm. pick these notes that really bring up emotion. Um, mm. you know, and what could be considered as a kind of throwaway rock kind of pop song, if you like. Um, his guitar playing for me, as much as I like the whole song, I love the guitar play towards the end, the solo that he does and stuff. It's not any flash, but I just love the notes and the bends. It's gorgeous, Brilliant, man. Brilliant. It's really, really nice. It's beautiful. Ah, It's great. It's a a great... I I fucking love this song, aye. Aye. It's a a belter rock, you know, John's rocker. Aye, he does a fine job. He does. Um... You can't, you can't get spread your wings as a semi-rocker, I suppose, but this is an out-and-out rocker. Out-and-out rocker, yeah, right. Spread so. your wings is fucking one of the best songs ever, in my opinion. You know, oh, one of the best I Queen mean. songs, man. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then we get the last song of side one, which is Let Me Entertain You. Um, a lot of shite, man. It's a lot of shite, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It certainly uh, is. <laughs> But uh, no, I think this is our big favourite of all three of us, I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, live, obviously, we agreed live. It just absolutely fucking tears the fucking shit Paint up. off, aye. Aye, uh, you know, it's um, it, not so much on the album, uh, you know, I have, to, I have to say. I mean, we talked about, you know, I certainly talked about Brian's guitar tone being a wee bit choked sounding, and I think that is the case. But even listening to it recently, again, it doesn't irritate me as much as it did in the previous pod. I'm thinking, yeah, it's heavier live, it's better live, but this is all right. You know, this is okay. I'm, I can, mm-hmm. I can live with that. I can hang with it, because Fred, it's all about 
it's all about Freddie, probably this song, to be honest, anyway. Yeah. You know, it's you know, mm-hmm. Freddie's energy and his Freddie's aggression mm-hmm. in this, you know, and the so staccato vocal attacks amazing on it, man. Absolutely, yeah. man. They're yeah. very rhythmical. I think we said that in the last one. You because you were talking about Penalty Sabbath way, I go, I go on the riff, yeah. Well, obviously, it was Freddie that wrote this song, so you know, he wrote that in himself, but it works. Um, sorry, I've just started talking about this. No, no, go for it. No, no, go for it. I it's uh, I I agree with you if you can if you compare it to the live one you know but I'm trying not to do that but I think it's a it's a fucking real kick in the balls this song right. man you know yeah, great yeah. riff amazing rhythmical stuff you know Freddie mm. was I don't think a lot of people really just know how how much a rapper Freddie was man you know mm. uh, MC Fred it's like oh, that guy, you know, it's nothing but the best it's like the guy the guy like dad he's very very fuck. He's styling, man, very rhythmical. I mean, even Stone Cold Crazy. I mean, fuck me, that's rapping. You know what I mean? Aye. So the guy's like, you know, not only is he like, you know, tonally fucking godly, but you know, the guy had type, like impeccable timing um, in the vocal department as well as you know, singing pitch. But, piano, um, aye. but aye, a piano guy's just a fucking monster musician um, in every way. Uh, but yeah, fantastic rock song, real serious kicking the balls. I just wish it just had a little bit more weight, but. Aye, aye, that, aye, that, that's that's the incredible thing about it. Yeah, but that's yep. it. It's all great. Where's my backstage pass? <laughs> An outrageous costume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Paul, Paul. Ah, uh, yeah. No, nothing much to add, really. Uh, it's uh, it's one of, one of the great live Queen tracks, um, and uh, it's pretty good on here as well. Again, yeah, yeah. A slight niggle that it could sound bigger and all that, but it does that. Uh, that's like a lot of the tracks in this album. I hope they remix um, this fucking thing. I know they've yeah, kind of yeah, spoke really, about really, it. Really, not really not remastered, remixed it. Uh, no, absolutely. And I think uh, we, we talked about, obviously, like Justin Shirley Smith and, you know... Um, oh, the, of those those boys got a hold uh, of it. Yeah. You know, Friedrichsen and um, your, your boy for the cross. Um, oh, shit. Um, oh, what's, um, his, what's his name? <laughs> Paul, what's his name? The drummer, isn't it? Josh, uh, no, Josh McRae. Josh, Josh McRae. Um, ah, uh, 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 you know, these they guys need they because their mixes uh, have been fucking phenomenal in recent Queen mm. stuff. Said, can you imagine if this if this album was mixed oh, properly? How right. heavy this, this would be one of the heaviest Queen records, man. Aye, aye, yeah. It's all there, all the information's there, it just needs yep. to be. Well, that's good. Yep, yep. would definitely. I think they would I think they would maybe. I think what uh, my guess is what they could do is maybe take the snare from like News of the World or something. So and put that and then you know and then then EQ it once it was in to, to suit the, the actual so, the mix, the, the mix mm-hmm. and stuff. Maybe, but, so at least it's still Roger and not just some synthetic kind of thing. You know. Yeah, yeah. That would be but you know, oh, they just, might even they might even have the original sound. You know, for some. Ah, yeah, it's, it's not gated. Ah, yeah, it's not gated. It's either original dry. Dry, dry, dry signal. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's a good point, Joe. Actually, yeah. Man, we have um, to get Kiki on this podcast, man. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> um. So we flip over the LP and we get dead on time. Thrash so, metal. This is Brian's second track on the album. Uh no. What's that second? Aye, second. Aye. Second. <laughs> Just check yeah. myself there. Just check Fat myself. Aye. Right. Right. Uh 
and it's a rocker. It's it's kind of you know I, I saw someone recently referring it to as almost like a follow up to keep yourself alive, and I'm like, oh, I never thought of that way. You know, the way the riff is, it's like I'm like, all right, okay, I never. It's like a me- more metalled up version. Yeah, yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a, a like a more more modern version of it kind of thing. Aye, mm-hmm. um, and metalled up. Aye, yeah, totally. Um, okay, I don't want to keep labelling the production all the time, but I think it's obvious that this should have kicked more balls than it actually does, you know, production-wise. You know, song's great. I think it's just, again, high energy. The, the, the left hand works fucking oh, ridiculous, man. Aye, aye. There's a guy on YouTube, if, if we can find oh, it, we'll put it up that, on Twitter, does a guitar cover of it. And, I'm, yeah, and, and I come from, you know, an extreme metal world mm-hmm. where guys are playing really, you know, quote-unquote technical guitar playing and even I'm thinking fucking hell man that's some tasty fast left hand work man I mean the guy was guy was covering all the bases man you know I mean it's pure Megadeth I mean you listen to that that's what Megadeth did it's actually years later speed metal speed metal yep speed metal yep totally and and I think even the bit um, the the only bit that sounds fierce really guitar wise is when it comes out with the bit you know really towards like later on the song and after the second chorus I think it is or something um but ah, it's really thick, and you're thinking, ah, that's the, but they get back in the drum sound. Then, it's the same. Mm. It's it's the same as like the two big heavy rockers on it, Fat Bottom Girls and Dead on Time, and the kit sounds get the shit. weakest kit ah, sound. It's yep. just you know. Ah, I, then you I, listen I, to the kit and bicycle race. It sounds fucking huge. Exactly. Yeah. It, it baffles me. It baffles me. It, it, you know it does. Um, so I'm trying not to get too emotional. But was, can, again, can, but... I, can I just <laughs> ask a question in case you know this, David or Paul knows it maybe. How, over what period of, did we know how long over what period of time this album was recorded was it over like a couple of months or was it uh, yeah, fra- I or was it, it fragmented was it did because that would maybe suggest that why why well, things sound so drastically different because if, to think about it if it was a one you know if, a, if you went in to record an album in one sitting the kit shouldn't sound completely different well, from song to song you know well interestingly I mean? enough um, as I kind of said at the start it's, it was they started out sessions in um, in Paris that's right yeah um, and then they, they so I ended up in Montreux. So they ended up in two different studios, which that will explain it. The, the, obviously, the, the room sound, you know, absolutely. But um, but 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 even in saying that, like I could get the room sound sounding different, but that doesn't mean it has to be bad, you know. It's kind of no, like, you know, totally, totally. So I think, no, I I think there's still some failings, engineers wise, engineering wise, you know. Oh, on this, I, you know no, so, I, but I, but no, but you're right, Joe. I think I, I, I think you're right. Uh, so. It's hard to tell because I tried to find out what what songs were recorded in Montreal versus you know Paris. But I see if you could maybe line away. them up and see uh, yeah. well, the ones that were recorded in Paris sound like shit, and the ones that uh, are vice versa. You know, yeah, you can yeah. maybe suggest that's it. it. So, yeah, but like you said, I, there's there's nothing out there definitive on on you know what was recorded where. But um, I but it's, it's I mean dead on time. It's it's interesting because we just recently did the uh, did the works tour um, podcast. And um, it, it, there's in one of the gigs we talked about the fact that they were, you know, bringing out a lot of uh, old stuff and old material and, and interesting material they hadn't played for a long time. But in one of the gigs, Brian does a little bit of dead on time before he goes in to oh, keep really? yourself alive. He does the riff. He's like, oh, amazing, <laughs> and then he just goes in. Oh, so, so he, he, he teases it, and it's like it's like, it's cool, you know. Again, which would I suppose. You know, help with uh, the the feeling like it's an updated version of "Keep Yourself Alive" because he's playing that. Sense, before, isn't it? You know, so but uh, but no, that was cool. Um, great, great fucking song, man. Oh, um, aye. pure um, for that, pure speed metal, man. Aye, just, yep. just, I mean, just, just 
we've not said it in a long time, so we're going to say it again, man. They just don't get enough props and you know, metal world, move, moving metal forward. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they did, they did, they absolutely did, man. Hundred percent. We move on to uh, John's ballad on the album, his second song on the album. So that is uh, in only seven days. Um, Joe, I'll bring you in this one first, actually. I've got to say, I love this song, man. Uh, again, it's just very, very simple. And, you know, th- like I said in the past pod, I think, you know, I, I, this was a Queen album that I really connected with when I was young. I mean, mm. very young. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I remember probably being about maybe eight years old. And mm. <laughs> believe it or not, I know it's just fucking ridiculous. But you're the same, David. I mean, you were listening yeah. back that time yeah. as well. But I remember listening to this, and, and maybe because it is very childlike in the melody, like Jealousy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was maybe easy for you know a very young me to grasp onto this song, but I've all I just and I love the storytelling element of this mm-hmm. as well. And and this song makes me smile. There's not a lot to it. It's you know it's no changing it. It's no you know breaking any records for ingenuity or anything. But I just I, it just makes me smile. This song a lot of these songs in this album make me smile, and this is one yeah. of them. It tells a nice wee story, and it's got a very very. He sings it beautifully as well, man. His uh, voice is his uh, voice is amazing. So the guy so could strange. sing a fucking Chinese menu and I would be crying, you know what I mean? So <laughs> there you go. Stop, Freddy, stop singing the menu, mate. <laughs> yeah, so uh in only seven days, lovely wee song, beautifully sung by Freddy. Um nice wee story. Um John he loves being in love. Yeah, that type of thing. Is that so Paul? said in the past? Sorry, Paul. Is this is the only. Two, is this the only Queen album that John has two songs on? I think it might be. I think you might be right. That's an that's an interesting one. So cred- uh, credited solely to him, you know. He might have obviously uh, been co-writer and other things, but just curious. Ooh, maybe maybe to that point, certainly I think it is. I mm. sorry, Paul. I didn't mean to interrupt you there, mate. Try to think on Hot Space. What he's got? He's got back chat and Hot Space. Maybe. Cool cat, I think we fr- cool with Freddy. You could be right then. Could be right. What about the game? Because the game is another one, Bites of Dust. Oh, he had um, Need Your Loving Tonight as well. Oh, of course. All right, okay. Aye, nice. so, but this would have been the first. But to this point, aye, aye, this would have been the yeah, first. Yeah. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a lovely wee thing. I think I said in the first pod that you could imagine a girl kind of do what group singing this I in the totally. 60s. You know, that it's, a, it's from that kind of ilk, um, telling a story, the leader of the pack, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, very much, you know, what John was uh, enjoyed when he was a kid and all that. Um, yeah, lovely wee song. And again, I, I kind of wee palate cleanser after all the, the speed metal stuff. that we've had, you know, the mm-hmm. last two songs and all that, you know. Um, so, so it breaks it up a little bit. Yeah, cool song. Mm-hmm. I've just realised no, it's not because on News of the World, John had spread your wings and who needs you? Ah, right, okay, oh, of course, of so, course, so, aye, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so John yeah. was really coming in. I was really yeah. from News of the World uh, onwards. Was really becoming quite a prominent force in the, the writing. Then, ah, absolutely, mm-hmm. wasn't it just Freddie, Freddie and Brian all the time? Um, oh, I have written news I've already covered about the song. I mean, I mean. If you actually read the, you know, if you read the first couple of lines out without actually Freddie singing them, Monday, start of my holiday, 
freedom for just one week. That's I mean, terrible. Sound, that's a fucking awful. You know, I mean, it but, was good to but get, get away. away. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you know, it's because his melody's so good. His voice is so good. <laughs> that's it. It's, it's oh, all about all about the melody and the singing and all. all right. that. So the lyrics are fucking nonsense. But again, not to not to a point where. They're offensive or stupid. Aye, where I'm are, going are off. Are stupid, they're just, they're just like it's, naive. It's, it's and, no and, rain must fall. And I listen to him, you know, we talked about this childlike quality that he's got in some of his melodies and, you know, even lyrics as well. But even, especially this song lyrically, I, I, I think it's, I don't I don't think about it being an adult going on. This is, this is like a, oh, a 12 die. year old boy, 13 year old boy, you know, his first love and all that. This isn't like, you know, I, I, I think it's, Written to be that anyway. That, I mean, is that obvious? And it? it's not just me. It's, no, it's like, when I, when I, nobody no, thinks this is, it's, nobody it's, thinks it's, this is an adult. Uh, <laughs> no, well, it's, for, it's, for me, when I'm listening, like, uh, for me, yeah. I'm thinking like somebody like fourteen, like maybe ah, a bit older yeah, yeah, than twelve, yeah. like somebody yeah, like, yeah, coming well, into well, that age. But yeah, 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 but aye, similar age group. Aye, a young teenager. Aye. Uh, yeah, I was divorced twice by the time I was twelve, mate. So your first wife, aye, that's right. She ran off with Zuckero. <laughs> Your second one ran off with fucking Paul Young. That's why she. That's why she shot you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. My getting a lot of play, man. I know, man. People be like, "Who's a Zuckero cunt, man?" I'm looking at him. <laughs> Let me tell you. Aye, so no, um, I do like this song. I, I you know, I, I liked it in the first pod as well. I did uh, praise it, and I, and I still like it as, as silly as it is. And and I and I do I do think. Jealousy and this are very similar, you know, similar songs, um, but they're different enough to warrant being on the same album. Know that, you know, I don't necessarily think they're they're too similar, if you know what I mean. But I see them as kind of almost counterpart songs. Um, but anyway, let's move on to Dreamers Ball. Now, Dreamers Ball was the song that Brian wrote in tribute to to um, Elvis Elvis. Elvis Presley, who died the previous year. Um, obviously a big fan of Elvis. I'm sure all the, the band were, you know, the, everybody yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, I think you, you you forget that you know how old Queen were when the first album came out. You know, some of them mm. were 27 years old when the first Queen album came out, so that's quite old for a, a new right. band to come out, you know. So right. they'd been about a lot longer, you know, um, than a, than a lot of bands at that time. Um, so yeah, Dreamers Ball, I mean, I, I I remember saying I don't really get the Elvis connection. I don't really know why he's tribute, but the more I thought about it, there are the, those kind of almost Hawaiian type kind of Elvis songs that he did, and it was yeah. all key and stuff. So I think it's more yep. that than, than the, the kind of classic Elvis, you know, type of stuff. So, um, but I kind of slated this song, and you know what? It's, it's all right. It's all right. You know, it's it's just you know, and it's it's harmless. You know, it's 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 all right. So. And I think the melody is okay, you know, and and I think it, is this the one Paul that you said maybe Brian could have sang instead of Freddie? Is it is it this one? Is it, is it later on or? Um, no, I it can't. But this, this this wouldn't have suited Brian's voice at all. No. I think but I, maybe it wasn't this one. But anyway, no. but anyway, even I, home ain't easy. The Brian sings Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't admit. Maybe maybe it was another album <laughs> altogether. I don't know. I can't remember. But um, but no, no. Dreamers Ball again. No fantastic or anything. But it's do you know what? It's okay, man. It's it's again. When I was listening to it recently, I was like, I wasn't going off oh, Dreamers Ball. I was like, I Dreamers Ball. Okay, cool. So, aye. Anything else to add in? Uh, ah, aye. It's 
uh, I couldn't really add much uh, to what you said, David. Uh, it's, it's a wee song. It's um, an offensive. Um, it's a... Uh, yeah, it's, there's nothing. Um, there's nothing spectacular about it, but there's nothing like absolutely terrible about it either. You know, um, uh, I, you know, I, I can see why people would skip it. You know, um, it's a it's a bit of a skipper, I think, for a lot of people. Aye, for um, stuff, yeah. Aye, but you know, um, if you let it, if you just let it play, it's not. You know, it's a, a pleasant me thing. On its own, kind of thing, yeah. Mister Joe, I think I gave this a bit. Of, I think this is one of the few tracks I gave a bit of booting, if I remember correctly. And I've got to retract that because that's this isn't terrible. It's just no, kind of you know. It's, it's it, when it's on, you know. It's got it's got things about it that I like, you know. It's uh, like the vocals I think are good, and it's got a decent melody and stuff. So I think I was unfair with this track. Totally agree with both. <clears throat> Both of you, it's not going to change any, any, you know, win any awards for ingenuity or anything. But it's, uh, it's not, not a terrible song. It's quite, quite pleasant, I suppose. I, it's all right. Nice wee bit of guitar orchestration. To aye, aye, well. the guitar yeah. playing's. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Brian in it, so he's yeah. any opportunity to build those layers with the guitars, aye. and he does them very well, actually. Yeah, he's doing sure. a, he's doing a kind of almost like a kind of jazzy orchestra type thing. Aye, yeah, aye, aye. Bit like like the trumpets and all that. Uh, aye. Doesn't, uh, uh, is it good company? Does it on good company? Aye. Good company. Aye. Aye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes aye. them sound like horns and makes the guitar yeah. sound like horns and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not a bad track. Yeah. Nah. Dreamers ball. Um, next track is fun it. Is it Paul? Fun it. Aye. Don't shut <laughs> just, it. Just tried it. <laughs> aye. So we move on to fun it, and this is the first Roger song on the album, and <laughs> he also does the vocals on it. And it's interesting because I, I do think the, the main kit sound is actually pretty good and pretty dense and, you know, suits the song. You know, you could argue if the, you know, the rototons, the syndromes, whatever they are, you know, if they are dated or you, you like them or whatever, you know, that's, there's the, you know, it's mm-hmm. up to yourself. But the main kit, the, the real organic kit sounds, I think, pretty good mm-hmm. on this. Um, I think this song's fucking great, man. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a just a total feel good song, man. It's just and about when Fred even comes in, can't you see? It's <laughs> brilliant. It's just yeah, it just swaggers like fuck. Right. I, I, this is a this is excellent. Um, fun it is. I've I've not there's never been a point when I've not liked fun it to be honest. It's just always been. Uh, it's always been when when I think about it, I always I always think yeah, I you know, look forward always, to I, hearing it. Look forward to hearing that. Good got a good feeling when I think about this song and when I hear it. Ah, he's fucking great, man. Um, yeah. And Roger, and Roger just sounds brilliant as he always fucking does. The bastard, he just always sounds fucking. Ah, he's, he's a phenomenal singer, man. But a drummer, he's just sound that fucking good and make you fucking sick. Aye, <laughs> bloody sick. Play your drums and shut up. <laughs> so, uh, and even just like the tight, because obviously he's playing guitar on this, uh, Roger. You know, and then brilliant. You talked about how rhythmical Aye, you know, totally. before, how how rhythmical he is as a guitar player, and it's everything on this song. Ah, it's so, brilliant. Um, no, okay, just great. You guys jump in here, but because I'm just gonna keep saying this yeah. song's great. This song's great. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool song. Queen do disco for the first time, and yep. uh, despite queen. what Roger says, and, uh, it's a disco great. song, Roger. 
Ah, exactly. <laughs> Groove is in the heart. <laughs> uh, that's a tune, man. Ah, it's a tune, uh, baby. Certainly is. Uh, I, and they pull it off because they're queen and um, they can knock any, 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 any kind of style. Uh, they, they can make a good, uh, a good go of it. And uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a fucking cool song. Um, I, funnily enough, I was listening to it on Spotify today and I noticed that this is the least played of this album is on it? Spotify. Yeah. Really? How can you it, how can you see that? It's got if you if you use the desktop top version, it'll give you the ranking. Oh, right, okay. Or how many plays? So this has only got two million. Only two million. <laughs> two and a half million plays or something like that. Um, and uh, closely followed by Dreamers Ball, I think, which is two million seven hundred. And then Esther all at like, one hundred and one million. No, that don't stop me now. And God knows what. Uh, that's a billion or so. That's almost a billion Bi- or something. Bicycle race. I, I think a bicycle race one hundred and one million or something like that. Something ridiculous, you know. <laughs> but anyway, aye. So just an interesting. But do you know what? I, I'm I'm cool with that because you know, no trying to be elitist pricks or anything, but it's good to have some Queen songs that are still yours. Ah, yeah, so they yeah, belong to the general public, you know. Aye, they belong to Queen aye, fans, still, you know. They blank us, you know. Aye, totally, <laughs> there's, still, there's still some deep cuts out there. Yeah. Ah, yep. Yep. Aye, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh, fun it. I love it. Um, don't shun it, mate. Don't shun it. Fun it. I fun it. I lost it, but I fun it. I made that joke the last one. That's, aye, that's, aye, that's how unbelievably <laughs> shite I am. <laughs> um, no. It's just get that, that groove, that kind of, you know, the, the 80s shoulders going back and forth, even though it was recorded in the 70s, so I shouldn't have yeah, really man. said that. But it's got that kind of, yeah, that kind of walking with some attitude sort of uh, vibe. Uh, yeah. It's just Roger to the core, really. You can uh, tell by the way he uses his walk. He's a women's no, man. No time to talk, no. apparently. Um, which is kind of counterproductive. He's a women's man. Surely he'd want to speak to these females. He's just walking by them. No saying anything. <laughs> you know, how the fuck does he get past the fucking that point? If he speak to any cunt. No um, time to talk. Aye. Makes no sense. Quality song though. <laughs> but, uh, but no. Fun, it's cracking. I love it, man. What else can I say? You guys nailed it. Aye. Brilliant. Aye. No, it's a, it's a, it's a tune, man. Absolute tune. Then we go to Brian's self-pitying uh, song. Um... Third song in the album where he just cries a lot and just whines into the mic and you know and just so your opinion is, hasn't changed. This, this is this is like one of the worst songs Queen have ever recorded, man. It's just terrible. No, it's not really right. No, that's this is the this is um I you know I think in the, the previous pod I'd said like we've had a wee bit of this kind of thing before, and I think that was a bit unfair because when I actually think back, we didn't really. I think it was just. Maybe stylistically, I was thinking, yeah, maybe, maybe you need to, where you're kind of, you know, the way you had like 39, which was folky, and, you know, it's, you know, maybe it's time to go back to that again, you know, and I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I was being unkind. I'm trying to justify my fucking bio for the first podcast. It's like, <laughs> <Their> bio. <laughs> but, um, but no, that was unkind because this song is, is okay, you know, and, and, uh, you know, I think it was, you said it was your favorite, Paul, on the, does it remain? Does it remain so? Or? Um, probably not. To be honest, um, I, I think in a, at the time of the recording, this was the one that stuck out for me. This is uh, for for whatever reason. I don't know why. Um, I, I, just just the sound, the actual sound of Brian's voice really um, got to me. You know, I, I thought his voice on this 
I still uh, think his voice on this is very really vulnerable good. sounding and yeah, like uh, really, yeah, plenty yeah. strengths. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. really, really good. Um, and again, we've we've laboured the point, you know, that this this is where he sh- this is the stuff he should be doing and not singing rock songs and all that. Um, yeah, I, I it's a it's a, a for me it's a lovely wee song. Um, and uh, yeah, I just um. Is it the best thing in this album? Probably, probably not. Um, but I was in a weird place in the last podcast. Um, I don't know where the fuck my head was, but um, yeah, um, yeah, it's a very good song. Um, Brian's voice sounds sounds lovely. Um, there is need. I mean, there's 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 not a huge amount going on in it, but um, yeah, it's it, it's very pleasant. Um, and, the string yeah. bit's really, really nice, you know. The mm. yeah, yeah, you know, um, so that's really nice, but, you know. Um, there's some nice, yeah. There's you know, you know that. Aye, of, but it's flanged. Aye, aye, aye that kind of, of dreamy aye. quality and all Very that. Very Beatles. Yeah, aye. um, that's that's cool. Um, yeah, cool, cool wee song. No, as it's nice, as it's a aye. nice song, man. And and um, I just <laughs> I don't know why, man. It's, just when I was listening to it, and I think it was maybe the day for the last time, and uh, you know, just the lyric, I take a step outside and I breathe the air. And the first thing mm-hmm. I thought about was COVID. I take a step outside, I breathe the air. Now I've got COVID, so I'm back. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, <laughs> so uh, I don't breathe right. air, Brian, mate. It's no good for you, isn't it? Um, Absolutely so, not, mate. <laughs> but no, no, it's a, it's a nice song, and it's really, again, melodically. And that's the, that's the fucking thing, man. See, when you actually listen to this whole album, even just to this point, you can't dispute the melody in this album, oh, you know. Man, it's so, catchy as fuck, it's man. It's so melodious. The whole fucking thing is, I mean, I know I've got a couple of other songs to talk about here, but, uh, you know, it's dripping my melody. And, you know, okay, is the invention that we've seen on previous albums there all the time? No, it's probably not. There's some stuff that's really overly simplified. But again, on, on News of the World, with stuff that was very simple as well, you know, so... Aye, like Fight for the Inside, stuff absolutely, like that. You know, stuff stripped back and, you know, and, and you know, even We Will Rock You is very, you know, very minimalist and all that. So, you know, I don't think we can praise, you know, certainly from my point of view, I don't think I can praise News of the World and say that's a 10 out of 10 album and then criticise this for the same... You know, traits of that. I, I, holding, yeah. holding the traits that the different standards. Ah, and, yeah, I, you know. So and this record that are somehow better than the, the record. Yeah, before. yeah. I mean, the songs overall fundamentally better on News of World, but you know, it's, it's so. I think this is aye. This is this is a very catchy album, um, and it, mm. and I think it did prove that Queen. I mean, that you know, all the the exhaustion aside, and we talked about the fact that maybe they were a bit burnt out. But I put this point. I think maybe the burnt the burnt out point. Uh, could be added to maybe how how much were they paying attention to the final mix? Could they have been just like, oh, do you know what we'll do? It's fine. Just, put just it leave out, it to Roy Thomas to sort uh, it just, out. Just, it's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, they could have been at the point where we've got to go in this big tour again and, mm-hmm. you know, we're yeah. fucking To be fair, they were, they were obviously writing like fuck. I mean, they wrote, this is the most Queen songs I yeah. was ever on any Queen record, I'm absolutely not mistaken. Yeah, so tracks, so there, yeah. there wasn't obviously a lack of writing. They were all yeah, writing. Yeah, so. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think, I mean, you know, we could talk about exhaustion and all that, needing a break and all that. And I know they never really did it until after Hot Space properly, really. But, but you know, when we listen to Live Killers, you know, you can't hear, it does sound like a band's a wee bit tired there. You know, or they've mm-hmm. picked the wrong performances of the songs. I don't know, you know, we talked about that in the pod. Um, but no, no, this is, listen, just a, just a wee point about the album to this point. It's, it's a very, very melodic album. And I think 
I think it this album does get a kick in, and I, 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 I you know, I, and if it continues to do so, I need to be careful not to say, ah, oh, no, wait a minute, you know, because I was one of the people as well, and, yeah. and and if it's done in the right way. And if it's for the right reasons, then like yeah. constructive criticism. There's a absolutely. difference between constructive yeah. criticism and just putting the burn into something without giving it the real time Aye. and attention. Absolutely. Uh, but no, no, I do like this song. And, and anything else to add, Anjo? Um, leaving- no, um, I can't remember what I said about this in the original one, but um, again, I, I never ever had a problem with a song at all. No, know what I, you I, said, mate? I remember. What did I what say, a shite, man. Yeah, really go then. Uh, it's a lot of shite, man. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, I like it. I think Brian's actually Brian's voice is excellent on it. I yeah, and yeah. Uh, uh, you know the I think the vocal harmonies are cracking. Actually, there's shit hot mm. vocal harmonies in this song, man. Very and if I'm right, I think it's not just Brian. I think it might it's either Brian and Freddie, Freddie or, comes maybe on. Ro- or maybe even Roger as well. I can't tell. But I think it's just having Freddie. Possibly. I, I remember. Possibly, right. aye. Aye. But, but it's a good wee song, man, and Brian playing his strengths, man. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Um, then we come on, I mean, we come on to the big one of the album. Um, and and, and then at the time, and for a long time, this wasn't the big one of the album at all. Um, I think this song is, you know, certainly in you know, recent pop culture, when I say recent, maybe last 15 years or so, um, this song has exploded, you know, and, and had a real resurgence because it, you know, it wasn't a massive hit or anything at the time, or you know, it was you know, it was also on greatest hits, um, and you know, probably got a new lease of life on the greatest hits album at the time, you know, in 1981. But, um, but certainly in recent, you know, this this new generation has found this song, and you know, it's huge for a whole new generation of of uh, you know, kids that just absolutely adore the song. Um, I think I I kind of uh, you know uh, maybe try to provoke a, a discussion around about this because I think in the first podcast I'd, I'd put the question to Joe: Does this song deserve? You know, I, I remember that. I deserve mm-hmm. deserve its its kind of. And Joe very rightly said that. Well, it's you know if it's making people happy and it's you know then who am I to say that it doesn't deserve it? You know, and I think that's fair enough. Um, I think that's that's absolutely right to say that. Um, it was never one of my favourites. I mean, I think Joe, you mentioned that you know it was even it was a favourite, one of your favourites as a kid and all when that. I was but a kid, yeah. Ah, uh, when you were a kid, yeah, yeah. But I, it's, I never even had that connection as a kid, so I think even to this point, it kind of baffled me why it got so big. But it baffles me, but when you take a step back, it makes a lot of bloody sense. That's why it's fuck, why man. it's why it's successful as it is is irritating. Is it? I mean, but that's the thing. I mean, I think when I step back, see. see <laughs> As bizarre as it would be, if, if all the new generation were listening to Innuendo over and over again, I kept hearing in, Innuendo, I would be like, take, oh, that, would, that's my song. The specialness. The special, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the specialness so, away from Exactly. Front, so it's maybe good that it's a song that I've not got too much weight on because I can stay like, these these other songs are my songs and that's the mm-hmm. that's the public queen. I've got the private queen thing going mm-hmm. on or whatever you want to call it. So anyway, that's that's just a bit of waffle before we, we talk about the track. Um, I do have the... Isolated tracks for this as well. Oh, so cool. Aye, go for it. Aye. Hear some of these. Um, and again, this is, again, it's really interesting because, uh, again, it's another one that mix-wise, it, it's not bad, but it's not perfect either. It's kind of, um, when it's on the album, but I think when you hear some of the stuff um, isolated, mm-hmm. it's, it's really, 
it, what the mix could have been is, is so is much kind of, better. It could have been presented. Better. Aye, absolutely. Um, well, let's start as we've been doing. Let's start off with the with the with the the um, uh, the cap. Let's start off with that, and and I'm just going to mute these other tracks just now, and we'll see how the drums are sounding. There's not a hell of a lot of guitar on, I have to say. So, <laughs> so mm. there's not much, much to pick apart there, but we'll. Again, quite a nice sound overall. Mm-hmm. Quite a decent, decent yep. kind of organic sound. Yeah, now sounds decent, you know. Because I think the bit in the song when it breaks down and you just hear Roger, that's that sounds really good, you know. Yeah, yeah. you know. A bit of cowbell in there. No one team cowbell. That was bells. Uh, yeah. Bell, uh, <laughs> uh, fucking bell and the wolf shut up for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, like the beat is pretty kind of, you know, he does that week and a half thing there, Aye. but. Um, Probably could have started all the way through. So let's uh swing a wee bit of bass in. Yes. Again fucking, that really driven, it's got a driven bass. Aye, driven tone. Uh, Absolutely. Fucking geezer butler, man. There's definitely a bit of gain on that. Yeah. That's not a clean that's not a clean bass tone. No. Was giving it a little bit of grit kind of compensates aye. for the guitars not being there, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Gives gives it gives it a bit of a drive. Uh, girth, a bit of girth, aye. But it's interesting in the final mix because for me it seems like it's all piano and drums. You don't really hear the bass. I I totally agree. Yep, you aye. know. Whereas I think even okay, the decision to leave out the guitars, fair enough. But that bass needs to be much higher on the mix and really really thickening out and driving it, and it doesn't. You aye, know? I totally agree. It's all vocals, piano and drums, aye. Totally, man. Aye. But yeah, no. John don't remember hearing any of these runs. Aye. Again, playing these fingers. Aye. Great tone, man. Oh, great, great, great tone, great playing as well, eh? Aye. Tight Aye. as fuck. John's a fucking man. Aye. He is a fucking man. John, come on my podcast, man. Please. Aye. I love you, mate. Aye. Right, anyway, let's hear some class, man. Let's hear, well, let's hear the guitar isolated, eh? the, the solo, because that's the back guitar. Uh, that's actually the mix. What a tone, but. Like cuts right through here. Solo's amazing. <laughs> you the vocal bleed. Ah, uh, the bleed. Yeah. That's awesome, man. It's got a great tone, man. Uh, it's your whack for the guitar, anyway. So, um, Cocked your whack for the chip mark under the summit. <laughs> 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 you know, crucifixion. Boy, Conley. <laughs> right. 
classic. Um, well, let's let's hear the vocals. Um, and the vocals are pretty fucking out there in the main Feels mix anyway. Sky. So yeah, you can imagine. Right. Well, let's let's. A real good time. I feel alive, <laughs> and the world I'll turn it inside out. Guess, bumps. I'm floating around in ecstasy. So he's not done that back there. Uh, don't stop me now. Just no. having a good time. <laughs> I'm a shooting star leaping through the sky like a tiger defying the laws of gravity. I'm a racing car passing by like Lady Godiva. I'm gonna go, go, go. There's no stopping me. I'm burning through the sky. 200 Babe. degrees, that's why they call me Mr. Fahrenheit. I'm traveling at the speed of light. I wanna make a supersonic man out you guess Bob is bad. That's fucking. See the thing I see. See that you? But I never noticed that. I thought it was just a straight you. But when he isolated you, you can have a wee scoop. Just give me a call. Cause I'm having a good time. Yes, I'm having a good time. I don't want to stop at all. I'm a rocket ship on my way to Mars. On a collision course, I am a satellite. I'm out of control. I'm a sex machine That's ready cool. to reload, like an atom bomb about to oh, 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 explode. I'm burning through the sky. Base planes, brilliant. Two hundred degrees. That's why they call me Mr. Fahrenheit. I'm traveling at the speed of light. I'm gonna make a supersonic woman of you. No piano in there at all. So. I mean, the real genius of John is in that in this track, you know, the, the ah, bass runs are just yeah. like that. I don't think he repeats anything, it sounds like no. it's constantly yeah. moving. There's show tunes in it. It's almost like Chas and Dave or something. Snook a whoopee. Ah, you know, it's just cool, man. It's awesome, aye. But, uh, I, I mean, like, my own thoughts in the song, um, I, you know, I think, I think I've, I, I, I can live with it a lot better than I did last year, certainly, anyway. And I think, you know, I, I know my, like, my young son loves it, the song, you know, and, you know, he's, he's got the thing that I didn't get as a kid with the song, so he's, he's, you know, got that kind of, like... It's that high energy, child, child, like, high energy. This album seems to have quite a lot of, aye. Aye. Mm-hmm. Although his two favourite songs now are Bohemian Rhapsody and Save Me, that's his two favourite. Oh, two belters. Uh, well, <laughs> his two favourites now, so... 
Um, but no, this is this is. I mean, I think that. I mean, the lyrics. I mean, n- n- nobody ever really tears apart these lyrics, and they're fucking ridiculous. <laughs> you know, it's like it don't even make sense, and and almost they don't make sense to the point was was Freddie deliberately mixing up metaphors and fucking like Aye. just to 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 make it so like a tiger defying laws of gravity. What the fuck? What? <laughs> Maybe it's just a fucking a, a, a tiger that flies into the air and doesn't they come back down. It just keeps fucking he's going. Got, he's a fly, yeah, basically saying he's a fly, flying a fly tiger. tiger. <laughs> Which is cool as fuck. Right. Uh, Imagine a flying tiger swooping down and just eating folk and then just flying back away. That'd be terrifying if a fucking tiger can fly. So equating a tiger with a shooting star, you know, it's like... It's, aye, you know, it's bizarre aye. shit. You know, and, and uh, it's with the line... Um, the Mr. Fahrenheit one before that. What does it say before? That's why 100 degrees, me. that's why they call, they call me Mr. Fahrenheit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, aye, aye. So, um, you know, well, that, that doesn't make sense. It's fair enough. In, in, in I want to make a supersonic but, woman of you, but I mean... <laughs> I know, it's like... <laughs> I know. Aye. It's aye. Some of the lyrics are, are fucking... But they're saying with conviction, it's that whole thing. I think, aye, but that's like what I'm Judas saying. Judas Priest, you know, the lyrics are uh, ridiculous, but we're saying it with such conviction that you get away with it. Do Aye, made in MD. Aye, say it like you mean it. And that's the thing. That's the thing about it. It's like it's almost like he knows they're fucking ridiculous. You know, he knows like that. You know that. You know, I'm a racing car passing by, like Lady Godiva. Lady Godiva was the one that was naked on the horse. But a racing car. It's like these. Aye, unless I apostrophe. A comma. A comma, sorry. Like Lady Godiva. I'm going to go. To his, Aye, he's going like, to go on the horse. Oh, who, who fucking knows, oh, man? It's just amazing, man. Why, but, why, but, why are we breaking this down? Like, but it's a simile. It's a simile. I'm a racing car passing by like Lady Godiva. New line. I'm gonna go, go, oh, go. I suppose I. It's, I, I, it's, I, it's a simile. It. It's, it's a simile. It's no fucking. It doesn't even make it. But listen, who gives a fuck? You know, I mean. Funny. I mean, but the bit, but the bit, the bit that always like, it's like, I'm a sex machine ready to reload. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's like that's, that's only Freddie could have sang that, and you, you'll accept it. Uh, exactly, man. Um, bye, no, listen, listen. It's not one of my favourite Queen tunes, but you know what? Fair play, man. It's, it's, Aye, it's got energy. But like I see, see, I see, I mix. It's more a our, I guess, collective kind of taste. I think Aye. it would improve the song for us and, as well. You and know? to be fair, I think we maybe said this in the last pod, the verse with Brian chugging the guitar. Aye, it's better. It's better. It's better for me Aye. personally. It's Absolutely. We, we prefer it. And I think most of the people that have gotten to this song, like you know, the more recent generation, probably wouldn't like that person as much. But um, I think certainly for us, it was just a bit of absolutely. It's good to feel like Brian's part of the song as well. You know? Aye, I'll on just a solo. Um, but ah, look, don't stop me now. It's overplayed, yes, but ain't ain't half bad. So no, it's <laughs> fucking not a bad song, you know. Yeah, yeah. good tune, good Absolutely. tune. Hey, then we finish things up with more of that jazz, which is a second Roger track on the album, and it finishes <laughs> us off. And and I and I think I still very much feel that this is a half finished track, and um, they should have finished it. I still I still feel that way about this song and it's a shame because I really really like the fucking That's song. That's cool, man. You know. Um Joe, do you want to, do you want to jump in here and can I talk about this track? Aye, man. Oh, I love this tune, man. There's a serious yeah, but a menace going on. I think yeah. everybody said that. Yeah, this, we this, talked about that. Nah, yeah. This has got a real slow burn, nasty. 
venison street level vibe, man. It's like I can imagine, like, you know, like there's a fight like in the Warriors or something, you know, where everybody's like (laughs) everybody's getting like leather waistcoats with no top. (laughs) Shiny, you know, everybody looks in good in good physical condition, you know, they're ready to have a fucking a fight or a square go if you're from Scotland. Um, and this would be the backing track. But for me, I absolutely love that descending ascending riff, man. It's just uh, evil as, it's just evil as fuck. Starts to back up. It's just I love this man. And I know it's got that stupid part. I don't want to Labour it because we did in the first one, yeah. you know that the bit where it chops all the the bits of the previous songs and that bit is completely shit. But the stuff surrounding that part for me, great, great vibe. It ends the album with a really dark vibe for me as well, uh, and it might be the first Queen that album to that point. It ends on a kind of dark song. I, that's how I how I hear that song. I don't know if other people hear it that way, but I hear it's quite a dark kind of menacing track. Love it. Aye, it's 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 great, man. Fucking Bella, Paul. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, as I've said before, and the Roger solo stuff and all that. When he plays guitar, it's always his riffs are always very angular. They're not the like picking, the picking. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're not. Yeah. They're, it's not blues based stuff at all. It's just like you know the percussive yeah. nature yeah. of all that he's going for. Totally, and it, this has got it in spades. And and as you say, Joe, man, it's got it has got this menacing kind of quality. Mm-hmm. And Roger's vocals are just oh, so so fucking aggressive. Good, Aye. and and yeah, the the the, unfor- the unfortunate addition of the recap of some of the songs in the album just uh, just takes you out of it because uh, up to that point you've you've got you've you've got this menace and all that, and then the next thing it's like. Aye. you're going into a recap of songs in the album, you know, other songs in the album. It's just, yeah. Uh, I, I, I suppose I'd say more of that jazz. Oh, more of that jazz. So we can put, oh, how, look how clever some, we are. Some of uh, that jazz. And, <laughs> uh, you know, that nah, you're like, yeah. aye, very good. You know, nah, I know. Um, I think, I think, um, you know, I talked about in the, the first board. I think like, it sounds like something's about to kick off when it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like you were saying, the Warriors. Uh, the Warriors. Know, you know, it's like, but, uh, but I know I think even even that cut up mashed up bit that you're talking about, Paul. I think um, uh, again, it doesn't even irritate me as much as it did last year. It's 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 shite. It like I said in the first podcast, it probably took them about two days to cut that. Aye, and it's yeah. pointless. Yeah. Aye, to, to, that was a waste of time. You could have spent the two days actually trying to finish half the song. Aye. You know, aye. Um, you know. <laughs> so yeah, and I very much believe it's Roger. That, that you know, because in the past I thought was that just Freddie or some, you know, the collectively the band decided, but hearing what he did with like you know, something shove it and all that, it's like I think <laughs> yeah, he, all the samples and, and, all and that, then the yeah. bits, even the bits on like Made in Heaven and all that we talked about, it, and we I think that was credited to Roger for, for doing all that stuff. So I think it's it, it's been Roger's thing, and he wanted it, but but I agree with you, it, it does take you out the song because the song's getting like as Joe said, that dark and a menacing quality, and then. It comes into that, and it takes you away from it, and, it, and it's a shame. It's a shame, I right? just because the vibe of the song is, and I know it comes back in with it if it fades out and it comes back, that riff fades back up, and that's cool. At least it does that and doesn't just end on that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, no, it's, it's just it's excellent. Um, I really love it. I just feel it's half finished, though. That's that's my only issue. Aye, with it. It, just, it could it could have been if that stupid part in the middle had been in it and it wrote another part, like a middle section or Aye. a middle eight, if you like. Yeah. It was probably one of the darkest Queen songs, actually. Aye. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's a really dark, it, you know, I've actually toyed to cover this song myself because I could 
really real menacing version of really gritty version of it. I might still do it at some point for a laugh for my own personal amusement. (laughs) Aye. Because I think, I mean, when you think about dark queen songs, I mean, what comes to mind, I mean, maybe Prophet Song, Mm-hmm. When it comes to mind, it's been a quite Flick a of the wrist. Flick of the wrist. Um, a degree. To a degree. You know, um, you know the stuff innuendo. On, aye, innuendo later on. Yep. I mean, stuff on Queen 2. Queen 2's got a lot of dark Especially stuff. White Queen, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's quite kind of somber. And, mm-hmm. um, but I know it's, it's like, <laughs> but, um, and I was thinking actually, just you were talking about the you know, opening tracks on, on Queen albums. You know, you talked about Mustafa, you know, um, opening the album. and and I was thinking about like the, the tracks that did open Queen albums. So yeah, Keep Yourself Alive also in the first album, but basically from Queen 2 to uh, you know, A Day at the Races, it was all these kind of fading in type things. That yeah, happened, you know? very much yeah. intros, very uh, much an intro. So procession, obviously in Queen 2, you had Brighton Rock, the, Brighton the kind Rock. of circus thing, you know, mm. going on. You know, even A Night the Opera, you had the faded in piano thing, leading it yeah, into the different two legs. legs yeah. um, you know, you've got the Right, uh, the shepherd tone and shepherd tone um, on uh, tie your mother down, yeah, you know, yeah. leading into that. And then you've got it breaks the cycle because you've got We World Rock here, which is just straight up claps, and then you've got Mustafa. So, first time it kind of that that kind of mold is broken, I guess, on user world. It's just that just occurred to me. It's just no, a, no, totally. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> just thinking, no. it just pops into my head. No, totally. But, Jazz, I um, Paul. Sum up your feelings about jazz in 2021. We might need to do another podcast next year and we'll just get to it again. You know? We'll see it's cracking the fuck out of fucking jazz, man. <laughs> a yearly, a yearly fucking podcast on jazz. Yeah, I, I'm glad I'm glad we took the opportunity to do this because um the, yeah, there was a there was a bad vibe in that one, um, especially for myself and, <clears> and David. Um Joel, yeah. you were you were top notch as always, mate. But uh when you go that far. Uh, <laughs> I never done, mate. Yeah, just <laughs> it was good to good, good to kind of go over it again and and try not to be a dick about things <laughs> as, as much, you know. Um, I, I'm quite happy to be a dick on the miracle and all that. Because that deserves it. But um, the, the, ja, the miracle's yeah. a dick. Don't worry about it, man. Right, you're um, a dick to a dick. <laughs> ja, yeah, jazz suffers just because it's not a day at the races and a night in the opera and. You know, sheer heart attack, and you know, uh, news of the world, that type of thing. But um, it's not a bad album at all. Um, I, 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 not that I ever thought it was a bad album. I just, you know, I, I just used to kind of go, well, it's the worst album in the summer. In fairness, kind of in fairness, in your summary in the original pod, you know, you you do say that it's that you know you're, you're pretty much agreeing that it wasn't a bad album, and you know, mm. and there are you know, and you don't actively dislike songs the way I did, you know, you know. So I think there is something in what you said in the original pod that's that was saying, you know, you weren't saying it was a bad album, you know. Okay, I wasn't yeah. either in fairness, but uh, I was being a dick about the things that were <laughs> that, I was that annoyed you. You know, I exactly uh, um yeah I um and the I, I actually did um I, I maybe listened to this about four or five times over the last week or so just to get into it and all that. And, I, and every time I played it, I, I really did enjoy it. I didn't skip any tracks. I didn't you know, jump in, you know. I, I went right through, uh, played the whole thing. Um, and I really did enjoy it. Um, yeah. So um, as much as I kind of, you know, was a wee bit harsh before, um, 
it's a, it's a very good album. And and the first folk out there that haven't listened to it for a while because it's you know the you know the they kind of agree it's the the worst Queen album in the seventies and all that. Well, stick it on, you know. You might find out that it's maybe not. You know. Yeah. Um, I know, but I mean, there was one or two people on Twitter, in fairness, um, that follows on Twitter were saying, "No, no, I love this album. This is one of my favourites." Yeah. And you know, I think mm-hmm. someone actually put forward and said that it was their favourite Queen album um, as well. So they, they you know these the people out there that do have love for this album, they are there, yeah. you know. Yep. Um, and no, I, everything you've said, Paul, is what I would say. And I genuinely, genuinely enjoyed listening to this album recently. Mm-hmm. And it it felt like almost like a weight was lifted. It's, it sounds it sounds like fucking over dramatic, no that. I don't <laughs> know, we're just talking about music here and all that. But it felt like, do you know what? Fuck it, I actually do enjoy this album. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and yeah, not that I've ever listened to music with an agenda, I don't. But I think maybe there's, you know, previously there's been baggage with it. And the baggage has just been there as I've been listening to the album. But mm. trying to exercise the shape from the previous pod, I think I've just tried to clear that all away and just just take it for what it is, you know? Yeah. And try not to think too much about the history of the band to that point or what anybody else thinks and try and get beyond the production problems, you know, as well. Um, basically, what I'm saying, I'm just one last thing I'm going to say and I'm going to shut up and let Joe say something here. Remix this album and this increases this album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By at least yeah. about fucking, you know, it improves the album by at least about 30, 40%, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if this gets a proper mix, remix, you know. So yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. we should start a, a campaign, man. Yep. Aye. Campaign, man. Brian, get it done. Aye. And it was it was really good to hear those isolated tracks as well. Aye, um, brilliant, brilliant. Um certainly the, um gave me a different perspective, certainly, and don't don't stop me now as well, you know. Aye. Um Especially John's bass playing is insane. Oh, it's brilliant! As I as I said at the start of this, you know, before we heard any isolated tracks, it's just it, you know, Aye, the, the guy's a guy, genius. The guy's incredible. Um, and they, yeah, yeah. Because um, uh, we haven't actually sometimes we John. Don't, we don't mention much, him enough. I I was about to say that we've not uh, mentioned John enough in recent podcasts. Yeah. I don't think yeah. it's been deliberate or anything, but um, it's good to talk about John again. I yeah. have to say, yeah, man was a fucking genius. Aye, so um, right. Well, with jazz, um, I'm I, I'm pretty much exactly the same. Maybe a little bit even more favourable than yeah, I, yeah. I was before yeah. with this album. For me, I can look at this album isolated, and if this had been Queen's only album, I would still probably think this is one of my favourite bands. So I'll, I'll put it that way yeah. because it, the ingenuity and the versatility is still on display here. One hundred percent. You'd be saying to yourself, "I want more music for this band." Absolutely, like, oh, I. Yes. I'd be hungry for it because yeah, I'm like yeah. the fucking the heavy metal stuff. In this is fucking raging. That there's, there's yeah, yeah. beautiful ballads. There's there's <laughs> funk. There's there's fucking there's all disco. What the fuck, man? And this band can do all of this. So this still. If I take if I take this as a standalone record and and just look at the songs that are presented on this album alone, I'm sorry, I still think this is a classic record. Um, I I do, I genuinely do. The songs are still there for me. Yeah. Um, I don't this really this. The only I think the only song that I had a bit of problem with initially was Dreamers Ball, but when I listened to it and you know 
and running sequence and stuff. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And that was the only song I really had an issue with. I mean, okay, you know, um, Don't Stop Me Now. Aye, it's overplayed. It's completely overplayed. But if I remove myself from that and don't focus on it too much and, and the whole recent history that the song has, it's a fucking great pop song. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that, that can piss you off, especially if you're a miserable heavy metal bastards <laughs> like us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that live in the we doom can, and we gloom. Can, uh, we can forget to have fun sometimes. We can forget that sometimes, <laughs> like, you know, the lighter moments. Forget you know, to enjoy uh, ourselves. I, 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 exactly. I don't think you can be, be very funny about heavy metal. <laughs> I think Guy. you can every time you pick up a ruddy guitar, you fucking <laughs> Just fuck off. <laughs> God, I <laughs> fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, aye, on that note, no. <laughs> I, this is still a classic Queen record to me, man. Uh, I never had an issue with this album. And the only issue I do have is the production on a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. And like, I totally agree with David. You fix that production, this record's still fucking a classic to me, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, cool. uh, uh, hi. Nice one. Um, glad we did this. Uh, I, I would, yeah, just really glad we did it. And I think um, hopefully um, it's been a bit of fun for. For you guys listening to, ah, it's been great. The isolated tracks was brilliant, man. Aye, Amazing, certainly on them as well. So, um, but yeah, hope you enjoy listening to this, everybody, and um, join the chat as usual. Go on Twitter after you've listened and and uh, you know maybe make fun for us for praising it too much. You know, <laughs> now rather than, rather than slagging it, a couple so. of turncoat <laughs> bastards or three turncoat bastards. Right? Exactly. No, no, definitely, definitely turncoat here, man. Um, so yeah, jazz. Who'd have thought it, eh? It's a fucking great album. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is genuinely... Uh, I, 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 Joe's saying it's classic. I don't know. I'd have to toy with that myself. I don't know if I'd say it was classic Queen, but it's certainly a fucking very good album. At, at the very least, it's a very good album. At the very least. Um, fantastic. But I'll fuck up and let everybody go. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.